This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. It's going to have to get it because right now the shit they put out ain't had no purpose, my nigga. Um, we open the pod with a quick Facebook bar. All the good mothers either dead or in jail, you know? <laughs> Yo, what's Yo, I saw that Yo. shit. <laughs> Yo, why this girl DM me and tell me she was a good mom? <laughs> Bro, I had to mute her, dog. I had to mute her, dog. Like, sure you are. Yo. You sound like all the niggas talking about, I'm a good man. I'm like, fam, I had to click her profile to even see if I knew her. I don't. So I'm like, you got a whole lot of nerve telling me you're a good mother, man. That shit was funny, dog. Man, you connected a Bluetooth. You should have seen the BTA. All right, let me get on there. Oh, yeah, I forgot you brought the, the whole new joint up here. Do, do, do. BTA2. Connected. We in the building. My new drop, nigga. Is that me sounding like me? We back again. We back twice, nigga. Uh, twice baked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! All right, where we going? Let's go with this. If pyros and crips all got along, they probably got me down by the end of the song. Seem like the whole city go against me every time I'm in the street. I hear yak 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 yak. Man down. Where you from, nigga? What do you know? Where you from, my nigga? Where your grandma stay, huh, my nigga? This mad city, I run my. Yourself, I take you on a trip down memory lane. This is not a rapper, I'm slinking crack or moo cocaine. This is colder, second, plenty, cognac, and major pain. Not the drill sergeant, but the stress that weighing on your brain. It was me, El Boogie, Yang, and YG Lucky. Ride down Rosecrans, it got ugly. Waving your hand out the window, check yourself. Uh, warriors and Conan's hope euphoria can slow dance with society. The driver's seat, the first one to get killed. Seen a light skinned nigga with his brains blown out at the same purpose. Then we're out Now this is not a tape recorder saying that he did it But ever since that day, I was looking at him different That was back when I was nine Joey packed a nine Pack a stand on every porch is fine Woo! Hey man, listen my nigga So probably over the last, I'd say like five days I've been in like a real deep Kendrick music hole, dog My nigga, we on the same page, dog Bro <laughs> Like last night, uh I start well. I start. Well, I just started listening to um, um, dissect again. Mm, mm. I was in this Kendrick bag, mm-hmm. and last night I got on Twitter and I said that uh, "Good Kid, Mad City" is one of the greatest albums of all time. Yeah, B- not rap albums. I'm like across genres. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It Facts. Just, it's so. And this is one of my like one of the little things that we don't recognize about Good Kid, Mad City. It's called Good Kid, Mad City, a short film by Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> yeah. That's the entire name of the album, a short film by Kendrick Lamar. And he told a story, uh, and the, top the, to bottom. The story is so deep, and it's inter... Come on, man. Yeah. Um, Kendrick is the great. He's I the was... Great. It started for me, it's like last week, Tuesday or Wednesday, I cut on um, Section 80, and... By the middle of it, actually, by the time I got to Cushion Corinthians, I was like, this is the greatest shit I've ever heard in my life, dog. Like, this nigga was spazzing, nigga. And what's interesting is, like, 
<coughs> we don't. Pardon me. We. I don't think, generally speaking, I don't think we understand how great Kendrick and Dog. Cole are. Yeah, yeah. Like we don't. We like. Yeah, and I'm. I'm not the biggest Cole proponent, but you got to give props when they do. Like I don't think these are two like genius young men, dog. Hey, shout out to Cole for joining uh the hold on, I want to get it right. I don't want to mess this up because it's black shit. Basketball Africa League, mm-hmm. the BAL, um, looks like he signed to play three to six three games. to six games in the inaugural season of the basketball Africa League. He'll be playing um for the Rwanda Patriots. I don't know if you got a chance to see his his mini documentary he dropped um today on his YouTube. It's about thirteen minutes or so. Yeah. Uh we I don't we we don't understand we don't give enough credit to these two guys. Man. The two of them are Titans in music. And again, we not talking rap. I'm talking music. Like they're ahead of their time musically. Yeah. Like they're putting out shit again. So the reason that I went back to Section 80 when I listen to Kendrick, I like to go Section 80 all the way through. Damn right. Because quite literally, it is an entire <laughs> yeah, story. Yeah. And I that when you go all the way through, I typically get stuck at either Untitled or um. It's the other one that niggas didn't like because they stupid. Um, oh, uh, the Pimple Butterfly. Pimple Butterfly. Either Untitled or the Pimple Butterfly is where I typically, like, get held up and just get caught up in, like, dog, do y'all hear this nigga? And it don't be nobody around. I'll be like, do y'all hear this nigga, dog? I w- that was me yesterday. Sitting Bro. in that seat, uh, listening to, uh, while it was some sessions going on, Yeah, I'm just listening to, because I, I enjoy the music so much that mm-hmm. I want to hear people talk about it. Mm-hmm. So listening, dissect, and breaking down each song and... Shout out to that sec, by the way. That's a great podcast. It's one thing to have your opinion about what you think this song is, right? Yeah. It's another thing to do research to actually back up that and like bring in an interview from Kendrick, bring in people and like so many different references. Mm-hmm. I have never, speaking of Kendrick, I've never seen another rapper rap this way. Yeah. And when I meant that, when I say rap this way, I'm talking about. Every single line and word is connected to something else, and it's so yeah. dense. And you can probably watch, you can listen to a song, and it have five different meanings. And literally, I meant all five of them. Dog, not only that, but rap this way in the sense that, fam, if I was that nigga's uh, engineer, I'd be irritated as hell, Simmons, because yeah. dog, he do so much vocally with like, and I'd be wondering like, how does that? <laughs> Does that like yeah, we wrote the song and then we go through it or like when you wrote it you you knew, hear it that way yeah like it's a couple of them like he a rapping with a, a different pitch in his mm-hmm. voice uh one song when I was talking quote unquote good my voice was higher when I yeah. was a quote unquote bad my voice was deeper like come reminds on. me of um uh Damien DMX or um stop being greedy stop being greedy because he was too every yeah like it's yeah man kendrick's a fucking genius cole is a genius um salute to both of them how you like cole's song the new joint that dropped friday uh man he (laughs) he set it up he set it up i wish this is me i wish he would have just dropped the album i ain't even want song don't give me a single don't give me a warm-up just drop it he said he wanted to do that yeah he's like i always want to just drop an entire album without giving you nothing because he he at that level now where he don't need to and he for the most part but he was like 
it's kind of a hard thing when you got some music that you fucking mm-hmm. like. You're like, no, I want, I want niggas to hear it, though. You want to put it out. And I get it. You don't want to wait on everything to be finished for niggas to hear yeah. something that's done right now. I get it. I just wish that nigga would have just came out. But hey, I don't man. think I don't think niggas deserve cold either, dog. Because the uh, his the, for the album for your eyes only that mm-hmm. some people didn't like. I Which don't. Wow, that was actually a really good album. Though. I don't think uh, those ten songs yeah. were a literal story, and every single song was connected to each other. And it's just I mean, I, I, listen. Sometimes people want to turn on a song and just have fun. Yeah, and, it's, it's, and that's <laughs> like niggas have gotten on me about some past criticisms of Cole, and I stand by all of them. But I ain't never say. Oh, nigga, I want to hear Lil Baby rap. No, nigga, I want to hear Cole. I just wanted to hear a certain shit. And I feel like in his more recent albums, I'm getting that Cole that I wanted to hear, man. And uh, on this on his on the joint he dropped uh, Friday, I thought it was so it's so dope. Mm-hmm. Is because if you if you don't like it, then you just don't like the content. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because. It's the same rhymes pattern and the rhyme scheme and the in and out of bars as insert little whomever. So he started doing that like two years ago. On on, uh, uh, KOD. Yeah. Yep. And it was like, okay, the content is still the cold content. Giving it to me in the cadence of your little babies, your dub babies, whoever the fuck you want. Migos. And it it was like. Buy the Migos flow on on KOD. Like you said. If you don't like that, then you just don't want to hear that content. Yeah. Because it ain't the flow. <laughs> like, he giving you... I it hate. ain't the flow. It ain't the melody. Yeah. Like, you really... I heard two niggas that say that uh, Sorry Not Sorry was ass. And they would rather them niggas not Man. rap again. Wow. And I'm like... Wow. With them two verses. Yeah. Wow. From young and old folks. So it's like... I, okay. You just didn't want to hear that. I'm like, period. okay. Yeah. Like, okay. I mean, like, everybody got their own taste. Like, yeah. I used to be to a point where I would get mad and argue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm done with that. Hey, I'm done yeah, with that. You know, one, I literally and physically don't have the energy to argue with niggas. Um, but two, I'm comfortable just being like, some niggas is stupid. Like, so. And that's just what it is, dog. What I, what I, uh, and this don't got nothing to do with nothing, but so I put all Jay and Nine songs in a little playlist. It's five songs, by the way. Okay. They got five records together. Yeah. Technically, Jay. I hate and, Black Republicans. Uh, I just want to throw that out there. Jay and Nas have more songs together than Jay and I mean than Nas and AZ. By the way. Technically, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but like I, I, for some reason, <clears throat> I say this: Jay and Nas stopped beefing sixteen years ago. Mm-hmm. Sixteen years ago, they stopped beefing. Like, my nigga, get over it, shit, dog. Yeah. We act like that shit happened yesterday. And, again, this is my take. I haven't always liked them two together. I know they only got five joints together. I'm probably only a fan of, like, two, maybe three out of the five. Sorry Not Sorry is one of the ones. Nigga. I tell you, Sorry Not Sorry. I, 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 That's I, probably their best one to me. Here, here go the order that I listen to them in. All right. This is the order that I have them in, actually. Um... Sorry, not sorry. Okay. Success. Yep. Um, it's number two for me. Yep. Uh, Black Republican, BBC, and then I do it for hip hop, mm. which is the uh, yeah. I hate Ludacris verse. <coughs> like, why would you? Why would you rap with Jay and Oz with that verse? 
Ludacris didn't need to be on that song. But Nas yeah. bodied that shit. Mm-hmm. Like that was, but like, yo, I like these shits and I want an EP from them niggas. I wouldn't be mad at it. Um, success and Sorry Not Sorry, that's the vibe I need them niggas in. Like them too. Like find me a happy medium. I'm good to go. Um, but if you didn't like Sorry Not Sorry, I don't really know. I don't know if y'all also noticed that. On Black Republican, Nas never said he was a Black Republican. He always said Black Militant. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's the only nigga that said but Even though the song is called Black Republican, never did he ever say Black Republican. <laughs> he always said, I'm a Black Militant. <laughs> Fool that nigga. <laughs> In real life, though. <laughs> well, shit. Uh, Jay and uh, James Craig. It's the only two. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, Detroit joke. Y'all don't get it. Y'all don't get it. Oh, man. Um, shit. Hey, guys. How's everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to This Week in Culture, episode 162. I uh, just realized I ain't introduces. I'm your host, Ann Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. I'm still alive, and I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, <coughs> on behalf of the culture, uh, Dr. Jumar Johnson. And This Week in Culture, we about to just review a lot of shit that came out, because we got a lot of shit that came out. Um, posted on on the Instagram, if y'all didn't catch the vibe, uh, Them, Without Remorse, and Monster, which just released on Netflix. We're going to talk about all three of them, man. I know that might sound like a lot, but trust me, we'll fit it in. Um, in the meantime, I want to thank all the listeners, all the supporters, everybody who's still been reaching out, uh, wishing us the uh, the best of health and, and just best wishes in general, man. Appreciate all y'all. Um Planned on being back last week and then uh, ended back up in the hospital. Um, had an allergic reaction to one of the medications they had me on. That shit almost took me out. Um, and shit, yeah, man. So we had to uh, bypass last week, but we right back. And fortunately, we got uh, The Shy coming mm-hmm, up mm-hmm. toward the end of the month. About two weeks, The Shy season four will be back. So we'll be back with the weeklies very soon. Let me so- ask you a question regarding The Shy. I'm I'm very well prepared because I just recently watched all three seasons. Um, well, it's, it's regarding the shy, but not regarding the shy. I'm I'm ready either way. Let's go. Uh, so somebody I trash I, I steal content from. <laughs> okay, asked me to do a poll, and I'm just going. I'm gonna mention it on the pod, right. and then I'm gonna put it. And we're gonna put it up on Facebook. Bet. Uh, I'm gonna re I'm gonna rephrase it so it don't sound as harsh. Yeah, because you know we got a very sensitive audience when it comes to the shot. Uh, who is the better actor between Candy and Lala? I'll, I'll say that now because okay. I wanted to start with that. But the, the, the poll was, who the worst actor between, <laughs> <laughs> between Candy and Lala? So ironically, changing better to worse made that easier to answer. Because um, Lala, clearly, my opinion. But... Are we going on based on the shy? I'm basing it on two things. I'm basing it on their characters on the shy, yeah, side by side, scene by scene, and I'm basing it on every other thing I've seen Lala in. <laughs> <laughs> Candy, I've only seen in a reality show and maybe like a, a little random appearance on some shit. She don't have enough bad acting behind her for me to say she's a bad actress. Yeah. Um, Lala, I cemented that years ago, <laughs> baby girl. Um, and I love Lala. I really think Lala is like a great human being. I love Carmelo What's Anthony. Her real name? Uh, shit, all I know is Lala Vasquez and Lala Anthony. I actually don't know what the law is I, for. I mean, at this, I mean, at this big age, I yeah. feel like I need to know your real name. La bad actress. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to keep calling this woman Lala. Lala. 
Chris, <laughs> nigga. Um, no, dog. Uh, so <laughs> what's what if her name is Lala? <laughs> yeah, no, we gotta we gotta wiki this. Uh, I don't care if somebody made it up. All right, if this shit say Lala, I'm gonna be real mad, dog. Lala, Anthony. All right, Alani Nicole, Anthony. Okay, I ain't mad at Alani. Like, yeah, why cool. would you not go with Alani? My actor, my actor name would be Alani. Yeah, like that's actually hard. Alani Anthony, that's tough. And not just because her last name is my first name. Like, I don't got nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> I'm not biased there, but no, that's just tough. Dog. I did not know. She don't look like an Alani. I mean, what does she look like if she changed her face? I mean, <laughs> I mean she looks like a Kardashian. <laughs> oh, man. Lala probably won't be listening to our shot reviews. My bad. All right. Anyway, um, and it's funny because I just liked a picture, like a little video she posted with their son. I like their family. I just... The Kardashian thing is kind of weird because, like, they got the same stomach. Yo, why when the girls get their body done, they don't have no belly button when they come back? I don't like this belly button removal. Somebody mentioned that. Maybe they they aliens. They clones. This belly button shit. Oh, they Gucci. They go. They clones and shit. Okay, they belly buttons Gucci. I don't like that. Um, Where they go, though? I don't know where they put them, nigga. Delicious left her belly button down there. Lala's is down there. Kardashian's got, like, 12 belly buttons down there. It's weird, man. I don't like it. Um, Back to the shy, though. Because yesterday they was doing a season one marathon. Mm. I probably caught up on it about halfway through it. I saw it on. I'm that nigga that when I turn on the marathon, now I got to run through everything. I just have to. And plus, I'm not doing shit at the crib but taking drugs. So whatever. Watch season two. Went into season three, dog. The drop off between seasons one and two of The Shy and season three of The Shy, when you watch them in succession, Nigga, it was glaring, dog. Like, I know we had a lot to say about season three when we reviewed it last year, but it's harsh when you look at one, two, and three back to back, bro. My nigga Jason Mitchell. That's what Man. Show shout out to Jason Mitchell. Uh and my nigga Barton Fitzpatrick, uh, Reggie. He filming a um a project with um Jaquavis Coleman mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Uh that shit gonna be fire. And hopefully that put uh Jason Mitchell back where he's supposed to be. Because he ain't never got charged with a goddamn thing, by the way. Yeah, man. I, I, I thought it out there. And no one has ever said what he allegedly done. The we only people was something who said, allegedly something. The only people who said what he did was Netflix. They said he was drunk, screaming and yelling profanities outside the trailer of the two actresses in whatever movie he was filming for Netflix. Yeah. They came out and said that's what he did and that's why we fired him because of that plus the allegations from Showtime. But nobody at Showtime has said anything specific. They've kept that very under wraps. We don't know what the fuck might have happened over there. We know the allegations. We know... Well, we never even got a clear allegation though. Well, we never got one from... Because remember when uh, Lena went up there and she didn't know shit? Well, we don't like when Lena talks publicly. Because <laughs> when Lena get on the mic, that shit gets really fucking weird. She starts saying a lot of uh, random shit. She didn't do shit. I mean, she didn't know shit. Uh, old girl who not Tiffany. Yeah. She never so said shit. So I feel shit. like she never said shit because she was the main one who accused. So I feel like Showtime was like, all right, nigga, cease and desist, NDA. Sign all this. You can't say nothing, nigga. Well, if she can't say nothing, the the because her nigga says something about Lena. Uh, but he ain't say nothing about Jay. Like he ain't say nothing about Jason, but he said something about Lena, which made me believe whatever Jason did might have been a violation 
but it might not have been like a crime. But I feel like they mad at Lena because, nigga, we told you about the violation all and I you know, ain't do shit. All I know is black we, lives matter. Nigga. We can't cancel niggas if we don't even know what they did. Facts. It's like, hard. You know to, what I'm saying? It's hard. To, we can't cancel them, but they could fire them. And that's the fucked up part about it, man, because without your I mean, shit, you ain't got a day in court. You ain't got a day on the Internet. You ain't have a day on the breakfast clubs. He could. It sounded like he couldn't say nothing. Yeah. And when again, when Tiffany, um, Tiffany Boone, I think is her real name. Pardon me if I got that wrong, but that's the one who played Jerrica, who um didn't come out and say anything publicly. Her nigga only said something about Lena, and you remember they said her nigga was on the set, making sure Jason ain't get wild. He only said something about Lena, and then Jason was talking like he couldn't talk. They had them sign some when when they fired him, dog. It was NDA signed. They did them niggas like uh, basketball wives. You can't mention that you used to be married to Shaq, Shawnee O'Neal, <laughs> with Shaq jersey <laughs> on the wall, <laughs> nigga. Big ass kids. <laughs> Big ass Lakers uh, trophy in the middle of the house. Um, yeah, I feel like they basketball wives, them niggas. But Lena. Bring my nigga Jason back. Nigga, the showrunner, after one season, said, yeah, that nigga was wild. I quit. And didn't say nothing else. And it was like, God damn. But everybody pointed fingers at Lena. I just want to point that out. Because y'all be getting mad at us when we say Lena. But hey, is Lena really for the people? I don't know. Because season three of the shot was fucking ass, nigga. And I'm about to say it now, dog. And I'm only saying it because watching season one, watching season two, dog, she was really telling a story, bro. It was such a good show. Was she nigga. telling the story? Season one and two, yeah. No, or who somebody wrote, was. Who wrote the story? Somebody was. Because I feel like Lena when, be stealing. No, I feel like I can tell exactly when Lena Presence got on the show. Well, it was for show there season three when she wrote the whole thing. Exactly. I'm but talking then about exactly I'm like, that. I'm wondering if season three. Did she Tyler Perry herself and writing the whole thing where it was like, all right, this is like bad, bad. I mean, that's what she said. She wrote it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and then season I'm like, one and two, we like season one and two. I'm like, how much? Tell me how much you worked on those because I want to know like how different it was when you said, I right, fucking, I'm gonna do the whole shit by myself. Because seasons one and two were like drastically different, bro. It was a completely different show, my nigga. Well, I mean, they main character is gone. Nigga, both of them, like so, the the main character and the main antagonist, Reggie, killed him off for no good reason. Just done. Did you ever buy into well, that whole... 100%. He said no, but I was like, of course my nigga Barton Fitzpatrick would say that. He not crazy. He want to work. He an actor. Clearly, Lena got some juice. Nigga, I'm not trying to ruin that. But... When you saw what was produced, it was like... So we heard the rumor uh-huh. a year before we saw what was produced. Yep. We heard the rumor six months before we saw that uh, that damn... Uh, <laughs> what they call it when they need an actor? <laughs> when the they casting ca- call. The casting call when they said, yo, we need a transvestite uh, in their 20s. You remember we read that yes, on the pod 100. and was like, this so, can't be real. Nigga. So we, we, we saw the casting call. Yeah. Then we heard the rumors about him, and then mm-hmm. the next season we saw exactly we saw what, what it produced. is. Hell, fuck yeah, I believe it. Uh, <laughs> damn it, man. Yes, I believe. Damn it. And yo, I'm just putting this out there because there will still be those idiots who try to accuse me and Jay of whatever y'all want to accuse me and Jay of. Fight me, nigga. 
None of this has anything to do with Lena introducing a trans or a gay character. It wasn't a good show, season three, period. Like, it was bad. And if you go watch season one, two, and three, you will see just how bad it was. Like, it was horrible. And shout out to seasons one and two and whoever the fuck wrote the majority of them because y'all did a great job and we need you back on something, nigga. Speaking of Lena, dog, um, she produced something that my opinion could have been a lot better than what it was, dog. Them. Them is available on Amazon Prime Video or Prime Video right now if you want to go watch that. It is a 10-episode. Actually, I'm going to read you all the, the thing just to let you know. All right. So Them is a drama series about a black family who moves from North Carolina to an all-white Los Angeles neighborhood, Compton, in 1953, where their idyllic home becomes ground zero for malevolent forces. Um, so I heard a lot of backlash about um, them yeah. uh, prior to me seeing it. Yeah, me too, same. Um, and I just want to say that I think all y'all niggas is capping. I don't believe that you have a problem with black trauma. No. More more so, I don't even know that that's a thing. No. What I do know is a thing is trauma. Mhm. Because we see a lot of trauma. Fam. Cuz you can you can you can put the qualification where I don't want to see black trauma, but I also see in certain horror movie white person getting their head chopped off with a chainsaw. No, trauma is what you have. I don't believe that this this whole black trauma when you okay with seeing white Damn. trauma or I horror is my favorite genre. It's my favorite movie genre. I love it. I am a fucking self-pronounced weirdo. I love all that shit. So seeing heads chopped off, seeing lynching, seeing hanging, singing, uh body parts cut, whatever the fuck happens, shoot that don't bother me. Yeah. The only there was literally only one scene in all ten episodes of them that if somebody said that was too much for me, I could understand. That was the scene with the baby. Now I don't. Yes, that was the only one where I was like, okay, I could maybe get that being a little much. Yeah, I feel you. Let me. How do I want to phrase this? Because I don't want to. I don't want to trivialize um, black trauma. No, right? no, no. So when I said I think y'all capping, it's like. Whenever a movie or anything brings that up, it's like, oh my god, I don't, I don't see. Like, I just some I, of y'all niggas didn't cut them on because you read what it was about and said, nope, black trauma film, I'm not watching. And it's like, damn, nigga, I, don't, I just don't believe you want a, but you, you rooting for everybody black to win, but you won't support the black shit yeah. to come out. Come on, man. I don't believe that. I don't believe everybody with that. That's no, not to say I don't that it's healthy for you just to see black people insert yeah. whatever, whatever. So I don't, I, I don't want to jump out the window. One but. wild episode of them and rewind it. Uh, but if this movie had all white people in it, right, and that same scene happened, would you be okay with it? Because then that's different. Well, if you're okay with it, with it's all white people, I'm still sending you to fucking jail because that was a disturbing ass scene. You know what I'm saying? So don't make that seem like because it was black, it was le or more disturbing. Like, no, nigga, that scene was disturbing no matter yeah. who that was, dog. Like, that was just a wild. So it was all funny. Trauma matters. Man, all trauma do matter. <laughs> All trauma do matter. And there's our fucking show name right there. Um, but no, you know what's wild? With that one scene, again, this is the only scene. If you didn't make it this far, I'm calling cap on your trauma awards. So dog. when I got to this scene, yeah. I thought I was about to see something I never saw. Mm. 
Because just the thought of it is what yeah, fucked yeah. you up. Yep. Because we ain't do shit but play hot potato. Because, like, they never. That was it. Yeah. We never. Which, not to. That was fucked up because that wasn't a potato. It's all ass <laughs> baby. But still, that was all they did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but we like, didn't see it. But in your mind. Yeah. That, that, that was enough for you to trigger, like, oh my yep. God, I can't believe that that, that's, that. that and what happened. They did. Shout out to, like, little small nuances like this. The blood in the pillowcase seeping through the last time they threw it. Mm-hmm. It was like little shit like that. That was like, mm. are they fucking serious? Like, and like you said, we didn't see what was happening. They just gave us enough to know it was happening, dog. And it was like, I'll say this. Um, I'm not mad at them. No, no, no. Um, I don't think it was terrible, horrible, no, like that. I do think that um, at times it felt a little disjointed. One hundred percent. I was kind of like, okay, what's the purpose? What what exactly is the main plot? Like, I also felt like this probably could have been wrapped up in like seven episodes. Definitely could have been um, seven or eight. Um, I didn't did not need episode nine at all. Um, the black and white joint. Yeah. Uh, like, I wish they would have found a better way to get this supernatural shit out of here. Yeah. Um, like how to introduce that or don't have the supernatural. Didn't need to be a part of it, fam. Racism was horror enough, um, nigga. But since it's a horror movie, like, yeah. I didn't like the hook on the supernatural shit. No, it, I didn't. It didn't, it didn't get me. And they also waited too late to explain it. Yeah. You giving me 10 episodes and you wait till episode nine to give me what I could have gotten in episode two or three? Yeah. My nigga, that makes it fall flat. And then that didn't need to be a full episode. You could have used half the episode to tell me that story, looped it back in. And got back to what we was fucking... Because episode eight was probably... I don't know that there was a best episode, but I would say prop. Let me just get my thoughts on on the whole shit, then we can kind of walk through some shit. On the show in general, or the series in general, it wasn't terrible. I actually think it was superbly acted. Like, nigga... The, the set, the cinematography, cinematography, the set design, all the costumes, like all that shit was dope. It didn't have a purpose. It felt like Lovecraft country with no historical context where if they just gave us fucking Lovecraft and removed all the history from it, it would have been like, so why am I watching this? Dog? Going into it, I felt Lovecraftish. Yeah, yeah. But watching it, I'm like, yo, this don't got shit to do with Lovecraft. No, 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 not at all. And again, that's where I think the historical context mattered because it added layers and added context to a story to help me tell a story each episode. In them, it was just kind of like, all right. Shit racist. Shit still racist. It's racist. But they was acting so good, I was gripped. I'm going to give them that. Like, the dude who played the dad, shout out to Bashy. That nigga's... Sh- London give you all the greatest niggas ever. He from the, he a rapper in the UK. Really? Just want to throw that out there. Hmm. He was also in um the episode of... What's my show on HBO that had the one season that I always talk about? Um, night of? The night of. He was in the episode. He was the dude that squirted the baby oil in the hot water on Nas, the main nigga, and burnt his arm. You remember he was telling him a story about his niece, like the whole episode, like my niece got raped. Boom, 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 boom. So then at the end, he basically was like, you just like the nigga that raped and murdered my niece. And he squirted hot water from the tea kettle joint in the jail and baby oil on that nigga, which will like burn your skin smooth off. Anyway, he was that nigga. He from the UK. He a rapper slash DJ 
Successful as shit, by the way, doing that. The nigga can fucking act, dog. He killed that shit. Um, the young lady in this. Um, the mom. Yeah. Yeah. Crushed. Jesus. Crushed. Christ. Crushed. I need yeah. her in everything, dog. I like, need her in my life. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just cut to the bullshit. <laughs> I need her in my life, okay? Uh, I'm a single man. I don't want to be when it comes to her, okay? <laughs> um, Deborah. I'm I'm about to butcher her last name, so I'm not even gonna say it. But um, also British American. God damn it. Nigga, the red coats is here. Nigga, Fuck coming. They not coming. These <laughs> they niggas invaded, dog. And um, welcome, goddamn it, because they killing shit. Deborah Ayarende, um, British American actress. Yo, yo, she was phenomenal, dog. Niggas over in Great Britain and the UK, them niggas think we pussy. <laughs> oh, but she been here for a while. She went to Howard. But think right. about it. They're like, yeah, no, they definitely think we pussy. Hey, hey yo, nigga, go to America, nigga. Yo. <laughs> Them niggas, they, yo. They, their film is trash. <laughs> black people in London sending niggas to America to be, like, great. <laughs> and black like, people in America is over yo. here, and we can't be great. Uh, hey, yo, black to black people in the UK, they sending this shit up. This is India. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. <laughs> yo, no, this is Dearborn Heights, nigga. They oh, sending everybody shit. over here to open up a... Uh, Oh shit! Up, uh, this Captain is India is funny as fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, she was born in London to Nigerian parents. Spent her childhood in London before they moved to San Jose. It's a new. She uh, went to Howard, studied communications. <laughs> it's a new uh, British actor. Like it's a new Dunkin' Donuts around this Every time it's a Seven Eleven open up. That's what I knew her from. She was in um, she was in Luke Cage, and then she was uh, in True Detective. Yeah. All right. Yep. She was fucking phenomenal. She could act her ass off. Shit, even the white neighbor, the annoying one that got killed at the end. She was fucking great. Yeah, she was she been in a lot of shit. Hey. Like uh, this is just a good ass like acting job by everybody. The daughter from us. Yes. Who then came over to them? Like I thought it was a lot of good stuff yeah. in here, dog. Like, was, so that's what kind of makes me mad is because they had a lot of good shit, and I feel like it suffered from it, it suffered from bad. I don't want to say bad. It didn't. They didn't have supreme they lacked direction. Like so, I never knew the time frame in which they happened in North Carolina to when they mm-hmm. moved to Compton, right? Because mm. Daddy was fucked up. Facts. And then all of a sudden, he's great. Came back from the war. He fucked up. No, I'm saying like after after the baby passed, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was fucked up, and they because they, they was at the funeral, he was uh-huh. fucked up, and then it seemed like the next day he got a phone call, and, and y'all moving to Compton, mm-hmm. and but like, so your baby got fucked up, and you got a phone call, and you just moved to a racist neighborhood. It seemed like that would like time span was kind of it was kind of wild. Um, I didn't I didn't get that. Uh, I didn't get the con- the correlation between how the uh the the demon black and white man how how did he land in Compton terrorizing oh, uh, black families because um, he they weren't the only family that got terrorized. So it was weird. So in that you talking about the Abraham Lincoln looking motherfucker? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So in that ninth episode, right at the end of the black and white part. They're showing like they kind of like span out and they show that community turned into Compton, turned into Compton. Uh, yep, and that was it's literally the very end, like the last twenty seconds. They show that old ass community and then it flips and where the white Abraham Lincoln evil nigga was, his crib or whatever, 
is the yellow house that the black family moved into. And he only terrorizing black people because has this been going on for hundreds of years? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. And, but then it's like, all right, well, how did he get around to Anika Noni Rose house around the corner? That's two what I'm saying. Away? Yeah, yeah. Very, um, again, for me, it lacked direction. It feel like they wanted to tell like three different stories mm-hmm. and they tried to tell all three instead of saying, yo, what matters most? Like, I don't need all three of these stories. I want to know what matters the most because this could have been a very shit, especially after watching the finale. This could have been a heroic motherfucking. And then like, yeah. so like if we were doing this per episode, episodically, yeah, we'd have. I mean, there's so much content to talk about each episode. Yeah, from the I daughter there, yeah. and her, the daughter and the white girl. Well, be, yo, that was probably. Leaning through that kiss in there, cause, wh- like, why? I mean, even and when you want to be white, you want to uh, also want to be gay, be gay, and, and kiss you yourself. gay to an imaginary person that don't even exist. You gay to imaginary you, like, cause that's who you want to be. Like it was just weird. Like I kind of felt that it was coming. Like nah, and, and I ain't gonna lie. I thought they was going somewhere when they got to around that storyline. When she dipped in the paint and came home all painted with the white on, I said, okay, I liked the depth. And then it was like, they ain't taking nowhere. It just kind of ended there. Like, that was like the apex. It was and like then, flashes of, oh, whoa, what is Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Flashes of brilliance were in this show. I'm going to give like, them that. I'm not saying that I want to see three seasons of this shit. No. But you had a, you had enough themes I feel like to give it a different. Lena and uh, what's the dude that created this shit? Hold on. It was like little something. Um, little yeah, little, little Marvin. Little Marvin is the program creator. <laughs> little Matthew. Little, <laughs> little Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> Iron Solomon to go. <laughs> um, I feel like Lena and Little Marvin had like something in their mind that they couldn't wrap up in ten episodes. And there's more story that they want to tell. My issue is, I don't know if after ten episodes, I want to continue to see it because y'all didn't like. Y'all didn't seal this story up enough to make me want to continue to watch more of whatever y'all was trying to get me to, to see. Then, like, like, y'all made me hate this lady across the street. Now you want me to feel sorry for her because she got Yo. kidnapped <laughs> by uh, Sunshine from uh, Remember when, the Titans? When Doggy popped her, you know, that was the greatest shit ever. Because <laughs> that nigga was 100 yards away. Like, bitch, I'm, fin- I'm setting you the fuck up. Like, I told you this would be the hardest shit I'll ever have to do if you leave. If I let you leave, it's going to be the hardest shit. I'm literally telling you don't come about. And she came up out of there and she got shot and I laughed. That shit was funny. It's a lot of random shit in there. I was like, yo, this is wow. I mean, it was some shit I was, I like one on one old dude up there putting his, um, antenna up and they talking about if, if I come down off this ladder, Hey, <laughs> he gave them niggas the warning though. Like, yo. Cause here's the thing. All the one nigga the the uh down low one, yeah, he didn't even win. He was just over there trying to do what his wife and the neighbors he ain't give a fuck. The other two niggas was really pussy. Extreme. They was really pussy. They wasn't with all this scrap shit. Um so yeah, when he told them that, I like the way he hey, if I come down there. It's going to be a motherfucking problem. And then when they got him in episode eight, nigga, once he got loose, when the daughter came through with the axe and shit and kind of evened it out a little bit, now you pussy again. Why now you, you move, can't scrap. Why you move to that neighborhood, though? So it's, let's let's talk about, so we always talk about white flight, right? Like when white people leave, when black folks are coming in the neighborhood, 
why do black folks be feeling like we have to integrate into the predominantly white neighborhood? You got suburbs? a whole nother black area where your friends and family at. Fam, you know how much. Shout out to Paula J. Parker, by the way, um, for that role. She was Ooh. nice. Paula J, by the way, who had to Google to see how old she is. Yeah, that nigga is like 75 and still looks great, still because acting her ass off. When she was on Ray Donovan, she mm -hmm. was a grandma. Yeah. Like, a, I'm like, damn, Paula J, that old? You know what's funny? She really could change her whole style and look up, depending on the hair. Yeah. That really matters with her. <laughs> like, yeah. It'll fuck you up. Cause dog. On Ray Donovan, I was fucked up. Like, damn, I'm old. Cause yeah, she, cause old. she a grandma. <laughs> but yeah. that must have been makeup or some shit. I don't Cause know. here she go in this as the auntie cousin. I legitimately paused and had to Google. Like, how old is Paula J. Parker? She looked great. She looked great. And she did it. It was good to see her. And you, you reminded me of the Ray Donovan role. That's another one of these roles where it's not her just being the hood girl. Yeah, for sure. I, I like just seeing her act. Like, she's actually a really good actress, dog. But like you have black people here, yeah. Do you know how much money that you, the money that you made trying to live out in Compton, which is wild that we we were referring to Compton as yeah. that. Um, why wouldn't you just take that move to next to your people? You just came from an area where they didn't want you at, and they killed your baby. Yeah, and then you move directly in the middle of them, knowing that there's a call a clause that says no black blood. Like what the fuck yeah. is wrong with you, nigga? And then I don't like because this is the fifties, right? The fact that that frame of mind still exists right now in 2021 bothers me a little bit. Like, if you got a ton of money today, or you came into this great high-paying job today, and it was so good that it allowed you to be able to move into a bigger home, more expensive home, get some land, whatever the fuck. For most, not all of us, but for most of us, the immediate thought is flee where we at, go where they at. We don't even care if, yo, we can leave where we currently are and find another area where we currently are that might be. Where the affluent black people at? That's it. That's it. I want to go around other like-minded black folks in now, a black neighborhood. Now, I get the idea of I should be able to live wherever I want yeah. with all the amenities and shit like that. That's great in the idealistic world. Yeah. But in the 50s. That shit is no, dangerous, my nigga. That's getting you killed and maimed and like, terrorized. Would, like, like in real life, after your baby gets murdered and they don't do shit about it, mm -mm. why would you go, nigga? I don't even want to see another one if yeah, I no, can't. I'm so cool on white people. After my baby is lynched by a group of white people randomly from the neighborhood who casually walked off after they did it because they knew wasn't shit gonna happen. Yeah, I'm cool on white people after that. I, I don't. I don't want to go move in a white neighborhood, you gotta, bro. They need even to, if it's Compton. They for me for this to make this believable, you had to you have to convince me why that thought he thought this was a good idea. Shit, you ain't even gotta convince me. Just tell me something. And y'all ain't even tell me nothing. <laughs> and, and, and what about his life prior to this? Show me that this nigga was some fucking engineer. Yeah, because I'm like y'all mentioned he was in the military. He fought in the war. He came back at PTSD. Then the shit happened with the baby. We don't know what he was doing in North Carolina. And then now all you of a sudden just, this nigga's a brilliant engineer and can work. And who gave you the, like, I don't understand. I didn't hey. understand how they got And here's there. the thing. We can be brilliant engineers. Y'all just didn't. Why was they living on the farm in North Carolina if this nigga was that level smart? Like, what was going down in what the world? What was on that nigga <laughs> resume that got him this job? Yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. It was a lot of, like, gaps in this show that didn't really fill in. And then you watched it expecting shit to fill in. And I think that's how they got me to watch all 10 episodes. 
because I thought I was going to get answers to certain shit, and I never did. They just created a lot more questions. Um, like I said, I wasn't mad at it. Mm-mm. There were so many different themes, and um, this whole... Because you brought up a good point. If this was something we talked about episodically, man, it was a lot to discuss every single episode, except episode nine. We from, could watch that one. From from redlining man. Um, to how we're treated in school um, to... Uh, the 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 ghost <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um, to how you treated at work. I would have loved to see more of how the youngest daughter was being treated at school. Like I felt like she was one. She was a strong ass actor. <laughs> like she was killing it to be that young. I'm always amazed. And she with, was smart. She was smart. She was like I would have just liked them to kind of give that same level of depth they were giving the older sister at school to the younger daughter. Because I'm like. I imagine those are two different experiences. Like, yeah, by high school, the racism and, and the, the segregation and all that shit, that shit set. Yeah, she pretty much only had that one classroom scene. Yeah, and it was like they showed her she had the vision of the, the other teacher, ghost lady, and then which they also did a bad job at explaining. It was a whole bunch of stuff that could have done um, in the mental health space when they put her man, in the hospital. Man. Like, it was so much stuff that, like, if this was like an episode – and um thing i mean maybe y'all know on some patreon shit well low-key um apple didn't came through and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. anchor didn't came through and got patreon out to pay they were like you can just do this shit here my nigga so when they when they went into the mental health facility did you peep because they played it so fucking quick you might not even notice anika noni rose was in there yeah and it was like Yo, okay, when did she go? Like, well, clearly we kind of saw when she went crazy, but it was like. She went to go talk to her, didn't she? She went to go yeah. talk to her, and that was the last time we saw her, and we saw a lot of wild shit. And then they did the flashback to when Anika Noni Rose and her husband went to sign a uh, um, mortgage or whatever, and we saw the husband wasn't in a wheelchair, and he was regular, and like all the wild, freaky shit we saw at her house was non existent when they first got to LA. And then it was like, next thing you know, she was in the hospital. And it was like. Nigga, like, show me some of this shit. Don't just, like, leave things. I don't know, then man. When she finally, I mean, it was a bunch of stuff I liked. When she finally got out, she looked at the black guard. He was like, yeah, go on here about your business. Put his head down. Go on about your business, dog. And then, I like how like, she got out of there. I, I actually liked the way they did her escape. It was very. Didn't the white dude that was helping her out didn't exist in real life? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. It there was a lot to explore with them. If you haven't watched them, this conversation makes zero sense it to don't. you. Um, if and you yeah. haven't finished them, this conversation may not make a lot of sense to you. But and if you watched them, the show didn't. The show didn't no, no, no. <laughs> if you watched them, the show definitely didn't make sense to you. But um, there were a lot of good elements. Yeah. Just none of it came together because, again, it just it lacked direction. On a scale of one to ten, I'm going seven tops. I give it a six. And a half. I'm I'm gonna give it a six, maybe six and a half, because the acting was so strong. Very much. Like they really. <laughs> and guess what though? Even though this shit was disjointed, the things that they got well, they really did well. Yeah, yeah. They, th- like I was angry at the 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 yeah. the, 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 the listeners and yeah, uh, not the listeners, but the, the viewers. What you call them? Uh, the neighbors, mm-hmm. all the white women. Yeah. Um, oh man, I definitely get, talking to the screen type of. Who you think this was made for? I had a conversation with somebody and they were saying like, do you think white people watch this? No, no. And even if they said this was made for white people, I don't think white people watch this. 
I be often sometimes I think about this like, well, damn, because this made white people look like pieces of shit. Facts. And um, I'm like, what? What? It? I don't know what they watch. So when it was initially pitched or not pitched, um, marketed, it was marketed as horror. And I think that's when you gonna get most of your white audiences when they cut it on and see. Oh, we're the horror. We're the monster. We're uh, they one. cutting it off. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, and that's just—I know that's what they doing. Dog. They tired. Like, oh, oh here we Yo. go again. I'm Yo. the devil. <laughs> I'm the devil. Yo, like, I'm the racist. Shout out to our white uh, listeners. How y'all feel about this type of shit? real life? If I was white, <laughs> I'd be pissed. I'd be tired, dog. Like, I might be like, like. Like, listen. I probably wouldn't have had cable and internet, dog. I'm not. I'm not trying to be funny. No, shit, not at right? all. I am though. If, <laughs> if I was white, like, I might fly all eyes better every once in a while. Cause like, they be like, God damn it again. Uh, <laughs> what about my life? Like, like you spend your whole life being told you can't say nigga. <laughs> all your favorite songs you can't rap along. <laughs> And now everything that come out, you like, oh, Amazon Prime's got a new horror show, and you cut it on, and it's about your granddad in the fifties. Hey, look, <laughs> hey, hey, you know what was so your funny? Granddaddy was an asshole. When I be hearing Jay Z be like, "Still nigga," right? <laughs> they be like, yeah. "Still master," <laughs> like they still, <laughs> like still cracker, like I don't know. dog, still fucking cracker, dog. Uh, now we're not gonna use that as the title. I don't want to go down that road publicly. I don't want niggas to see that off and, the top. And, and just for the record, the cracker was the one holding the whip doing the cracking. Uh, yeah. So that's why they called it a cracker, not because There's no way to clean that up. <laughs> I just want y'all no, to no, know. No, historically, we know. I, what I it, just want y'all to know. We know what you know it was what and where it came cracker. from. It ain't because you got pasty white skin. Yeah. It's because you you were cracking the whip. the whip, and that's where the phrase "crack the whip" comes from. Like, you know what I'm saying? So. Quite literally, but nah, man. Shout out to all the white listeners. Seriously though, if I was white, I'd probably have a bad attitude. Cause goddamn, y'all, yo, we just went through Lovecraft, <laughs> and y'all gave me like to the point that y'all. Yo, was Lovecraft like, was PG thirteen uh, on the racist shit. Compare it to to this. Well, shit. this was that blatant in your face racism. Mm-hmm. Lovecraft went into like the hey nigga, we've been racist since the fucking Amazonian women. We was racist in space, and we gonna figure out all the different layers of how black people are not what we've deemed them to be for a million years um, out of racism. This was that. Would you? You're a nigger. Would you? Would, would you have left that nigger shit and them 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 dials hanging on your on your uh, outside? Um. So I actually thought about that and may have, I think me and Shorty talked about that. Yeah, I would have left that. And I would have left that for the exact response that they got. Clean your yard up. No, nigga. <laughs> I'm not cleaning my yard up because I didn't put this shit here, bro. I was thinking about that shit, too. <laughs> I probably would have left it there, but when the kids came out, yeah, like, and that, that, shit kinda, that did kind of hit you a little bit, dog. Yeah. And it was just in general. I was like looking at their lawn and I was like, damn, between all the dolls and then the, the nigger shit in the lawn, it was like, all right, man. Everybody got such nice cars, though. Like, <laughs> Straighten up. I know everybody's car yeah, was wonderful. Yeah, no, that was a beautiful old school. There wasn't no hoopties in the 50s? Nah, not on that block. I ain't, and like in all the old movies yeah. that I've ever seen, don't nobody got a hoopty. 
I think it's also because we just love like classic cars and shit. So then we see all them old ass cars. Granted, the shit we think of as hoopties was a classic car back in the day. What I'm saying hoopty as in this bitch just beat down and fucked up. Yeah, not working right. It's like everything is pristine condition. Not in Compton. Them bitches was painted beautifully. They was shiny. Ain't no 92 escorts around this. No, no no probes. Remember the probe, (laughs) nigga. First of all, that 92 squirt took me back. Um, I had one. What else was the shit? Uh, Folk, old, old, old Cavaliers. Nigga. I had a Cavalier. They had a Cavalier. Man, them old Cavaliers was it. Them Dusters, old Focuses was it. Shadows, Sundance. I want a um, I want an old Bronco. Yeah. Like a, a real old Bronco. Yeah. Though. Like not even like a 90s joint. Like I kind of want one of them like 70s Broncos. Though. I want the OJ Bronco. I'll take the OJ Bronco, but I'm really into like a refurbished 70s joint. Um, just as I like the body style a little bit more. I hate the new Broncos, so I just want to throw that out there. All right. Um, yeah, out of 10, I get a shit six, six and a half because of the acting. I thought the performances was great. I thought they were wasted on a uh, – Not complete. Like, they if in real life, like, if we being 100% honest, mm-hmm. uh, Lena, if you would have came holler at uh, Jay and Ant, we could have got that shit together, my nigga. Oh, 100%. And bro. that's not even like a joke. No. Like, if you would have just ran that shit by, I would have told you, like, yo, this is, there's no connection. It feels here. like an unfinished script. Yeah. And that's where I was going with it. Like, I feel like those were great performances wasted on an unfinished script. Like, we had all this, and then when it was over, it was just like, I could have got you a season two. Man. What was the point? Yeah. I got so, Lil Marvin, one. if you don't get season two, come holla at Jay and Ant. We'll get you on uh, CW or some shit. I don't know, nigga. We'll all get, black. Yeah, all black. Oh, we could definitely get Lil Marvin on all black, nigga. Trust me. All right, man. The moment they all been waiting for, the movie they've been waiting on a review of. I've been waiting two weeks to get this review. Without remorse, <laughs> starring Michael B. Jordan, based on the Tom Clancy novel, or a Tom Clancy character, pardon me. Um, shit was trash, nigga. <laughs> Review done. <laughs> no, that, yeah. shit was, that shit wasn't trash. No, that shit was ass. Um, it wasn't trash. I enjoyed it more than Michael I thought Michael B. I Jordan has really good potential as an action star. Yeah, I think so. He did phenomenal with the action scenes. Even the unnecessary ones like him taking his shirt off to fill the uh, jail cell up with water that was unused. There was no purpose to that. And then him splashing water all over his chest and nobody slid off this nigga. <laughs> it was just no purpose. But even in that scene, like, dog can, he can really flip this into something if he go that route. Like, I think this could be like his Amazon. box office moment. Well, he could definitely take it with Amazon. But just in general, like, if this is where you become a box office star, if you go action, dog. No, he don't need to do box office uh, with this shit. You need to do Amazon. Just how um, Jim from... Uh, oh, well, he got Jack Ryan over there. Jack Ryan. And, and I'm every year, yeah. I'm like, all right, can can I get can I get my one day of, of Jack Ryan? Because yeah. once y'all release these eight yeah. episodes... I'm going all in. You know? Yeah. But, like, I'm not... I can watch these Jack Ryans and all this shit mm-hmm. in this long episode. Like, I'm not going to the movies to watch this shit for two yeah, hours yeah, yeah. and then going home. I don't need that shit wrapped up in two hours. Yeah. I need this shit over over time. Yeah. So I think he should do the the season route because this one movie was cool, but he probably can he could probably can get in get in get in his uh, the Tom Clancy bag. Yeah, and once you get involved in like a, a Tom Clancy. One of those where it's like based on a fucking book or a novel. Make that nigga James Bond watch. 
Oh my god! If he become James Bond before Idris Elba, I will kick white people ass, nigga. You know Idris Elba um, fights. Yeah, yeah. Like he Idris did, Elba do a lot of shit. He he did, he had an actual legitimate like pro fight kickboxing. Yeah, um, in Thailand and shit. Yeah, like, and he didn't fight like a bum. No, nah, he got busy with yeah. with dog. Yeah, I um, Idris Elba. Yo, first thing I thought, cause just. Knowing what the movie was about, um, knowing it was based on, uh, shit, what is that nigga name? What was that nigga's name? John Kelly. That's the Tom Clancy character. Um, how did you feel about Lauren London just being involved in this? I was like, that's really brave of her to take on this role. Like, man, that's I, a very like touchy. I, I thought about this shit yeah. too, and um, I think it made her kill these scenes. Yeah. Um. Uh, Portraits of words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I get you though. I think she did an excellent job in these scenes because, especially like when she was talking to him. Um, so I really, really like Lorna. First, I hate that her parts in the movie were so short, or her overall part in the movie was so short. Like I know they had the flashbacks and a little like. This is also what started the uh, Lauren London is pregnant rumors. Because of that one scene, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember. That. So like around the time, yeah. like they when they were filming, yeah. yeah, and this was they did this whole she's pregnant yeah. and went through, like y'all y'all fucking weird. The internet is weird. Um, this movie let me know that I I really like Lauren London on screen for sure. She's very charismatic. She to your point, like. She just delivered well. This also let me know Michael B. Jordan couldn't act. Like, their scenes together, he had zero chemistry with her, dog. He probably was. So I thought about that, too. Like, I, I legitimately thought about that. I'm like, yeah. I wonder how he feels holding and trying to kiss Lauren London. Yeah. Knowing. Like, that's Nipsey, girl, bro. Like, I'm sorry. You can't, like, you can't look sorry. at her and not think of Nipsey. Yeah. And um, not think of, like, yo, how you feeling about, the, you know what I'm saying? And, and that could have I legitimately a thought role, that, But, too. like, she was so, like. Lauren Londony, like she just she does this type of shit well. Like she plays a wife, girlfriend, friend. Like she just does well in that kind of role, dog. Like you know what's so funny? Very personable. Uh, Lauren London was gonna be Auntie on Snowfall. What? Yeah, and um, D Ray was gonna be was gonna Unk. be Unk. Now that I knew, I didn't know about Lauren London. And I they actually think. they are they are they they already did the pilot and everything, yeah. but her and him are so cool. And they had to be like husband and wives. They couldn't pull couldn't that shit off. Mm. Um, they was like, we like we just don't got that husband and wife yeah, uh, chemistry. Vibe. I wish I mean, they recast um, it. I wish they would have saw that with Michael B. Jordan and Lauren London, and then just recast. <laughs> they could have put D. Ray in there. I don't. I wouldn't give a fuck. But um, yeah, dog. It, so his scenes with her is where I was like, <laughs> yo, this nigga's so flat, dog. Like the deliver that nigga say. <laughs> You know I like when you wear my socks, right? <laughs> I was like, nigga, please turn this off. Dog. <laughs> I don't even remember that line. Dog, that nigga, when he, he got in bed with her, it was right before she got killed and shit. Nigga, um, he, oh, if y'all ain't see the movie, she gets killed. Our bad. Uh, she He got in bed. He was like rubbing her belly and shit. He was like, oh, I want to talk to my girl. And then he laid next to her and he was like, Kissing order, and he was like, "You know, it turned me on when you wear my socks, right?" That's weird, fam. That was I was like, "Who wrote that, dog?" Like, I don't know if Denzel could have delivered that line because it's a weird thing to say, but 
that's when I was like, I right, um, I'm not really digging them. Well, they as a team. Um, well, Tom, but Clancy I dug her movies and films have not been. They 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 don't they not about that type of shit, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's thought, action shit. I thought that they didn't do a great job at establishing how much they loved each other prior to her dying so that yeah. the death meant something. Like, usually they when you kill right a wife... to it, didn't they? Damn. When you kill the wife, it's like, oh, this nigga about to turn up now. Yeah. I didn't feel that. Like, it was like, nigga, she was... They killed the wife in the first 10 minutes, and then it was like, we just spent the next hour, 50 minutes with him getting revenge on the world, and it was like, nigga, to your point, I ain't feel like we was ready to get revenge on the world at that point. Mm -hmm. Like, establish it a little bit. They kind of wasted my man. Um, hold on. I like dude as an actor. Let me go in here. Coleman Domingo. Dog from, he was the friend at the house. Yeah. He was in that for two minutes, and then it was like we never saw a dog again. And it was like, yo, you actually have some strong players in this film. I wonder why they did that. That was a that was a wild one for him to just be the friend who talks in the kitchen for one minute and then that's it. Like maybe he's gonna be in, a, in another part, another maybe season. That, I mean, that's an actor, like, actor, dog. Yeah. Like Coleman Domingo gets busy, but all that to say. Michael B. Jordan, you got a future in action films. Like, he killed all the action scenes, even the unbelievable ones like him setting the car on fire and then walking through the fire and getting in it. Yeah, my nigga. That, that was a wild that, piece of yeah. whoever wrote that is a wild nigga. Um, I, I kind of wish, and this don't got nothing to do with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Um, I didn't necessarily like the how the story was. Uh, it was kind of loose. Yeah. It was kind of loose. Um, and then the whole, yo, you the bad guy, but you really the good guy. And you double cross me. It just what? Like the, the nigga that was in the Hotel. special forces with yeah. him, the white dude who told them, hey, these niggas is Iraqs, but they was really Russian. Yeah, yeah. It was like, y'all ain't really wrapped that up the way I thought. It, like it felt kind of. Then I felt like, didn't y'all catch him trying to sell shit to other people? Yeah, like, it was like, yo. So he technically Ooh. good at the end, nigga? That wasn't clear for me. He felt, and I watched this shit two times, nigga, and was, like, still unclear on how he all of a sudden became good. Like, now we trust this nigga? Really? After he been bad for an hour and a half, nigga, last 20 minutes, he cool. I, um, let's talk about this. And I hate to bring this to the table, but it, if, if it don't happen... On this week in culture, who else gonna talk about it? I don't know if Queen from Queen and Slim can act, dog. She ain't really, she ain't blow me away in this one, dog. Yeah, this wasn't a great. Um... She was flat. Her haircut was flat. Everything was flat. I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it at all, dog. Now, granted, I mean, so. She ain't give me Sergeant honest, vibes. It wasn't a lot of talking in this movie. <laughs> and that's so in a movie where there ain't a lot of talking, when niggas uh, talk, I'm he I'm hearing it. And like the talking in this movie really wasn't acting. It was kind of like debriefing and shit like that. It really yeah. wasn't a whole bunch of And that's but you know with certain motherfuckers like we we watch a lot of movies, cultural or otherwise. It's certain motherfuckers in like the military, government, presidential type scenes. They pull that off, nigga. They, oh, they right. say oh, shit, four I really, words. Like, I really think this nigga's in. Yeah. Like, you you be Wikipedia niggas like, yo, is this nigga in the military for real, nigga? Like, for some reason, um, 
a Matt Damon military movie was on Netflix. Um, Matt Damon give me all the special forces vibes I ever got. This movie came out in like 2017 or some shit. I have no idea why it was trending in the country. Hey, hey. Uh, but I watched that shit the other day and like, all right, everybody in this yeah. motherfucker seemed like it was. Niggas give me that vibe. Like Michael B. Jordan and Queen didn't give me that vibe. Like, and Michael B. Jordan, when he's standing quietly to the back in a, a military uniform, he got on his Navy SEAL uniform. He looked military. Is when he talked that I'm like, all right, nigga, you trash. I tell you what, get him off screen. Uh, that nigga will never be a fan of me, by the way. The trailer for this was worse than the movie for me. Like it was I, <laughs> like, well, let, let me let me let me put this together. Okay. They typically create the trailer before the movie is being before the movie is done. Yep. And done this final edits. There's there was shit in the in the in the trailer that didn't happen in the movie. She never said. Um, I hope I hope he's alive. He's the the the, the most dangerous such and such that anybody's ever seen. That was part of the trailer. That never happened in the movie. And he wasn't the most dangerous motherfucker that niggas ever seen. Like, or is he dead? Yeah. It was like he better be dead or some shit like that. He's the most whatever whatever. Like, mm. I didn't. The trailer had those dry ass lines. Um, that I didn't. They didn't feel yeah. as dry during the and movie. I, think I remember the line you talking about because that was one of them where I was like. Yeah, I don't think Queen can act. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah for dog. sure. Yeah, she delivered that flat as hell, dog. And I was like, yo, maybe they realized that the the, the feedback they got from that trailer was like, yo, take that scene out. <laughs> uh, the, this nigga Jay Johnson is going crazy <laughs> on the YouTube comments <laughs> on all of our on all of our videos. <laughs> Every time we post this bitch somewhere, this nigga in the YouTube comments going crazy. And look, man, um, Jay gonna do a poll. I'm gonna do this poll, man. And I know y'all niggas think I got it out for Michael B. Jordan. You 100 percent got it out. I, for I Michael don't, man. <laughs> I just know when niggas can't act. And I when I told y'all that in 2011 and in 2021, it still reigns true. I just want niggas to give me props. But this movie wasn't bad though. I enjoyed it, to be honest. I wasn't mad at it. Um, I felt like it started off strong and toward the end it kind of like they stumbled toward the end of me. Um, similar to them. Like, I felt like it started out, and then by the time we got to, like, hour two, it was very, that's when it started to fall apart for me, where it was like, all right, wait, who good, who bad, wait, now we after Michael B. Jordan, like, he in jail now, like, what the fuck is going, it was a lot of shit where I was like, I, I don't really know that they tied all that together well, but they kept the action up, so I kept watching, um, that's a good way to keep me going. And in general, in an action film, like if it's getting slow and you you forgetting what to write, just start shooting, nigga. Fuck it. Yeah, give me some guns. Give me some yeah, action. Good fight scene. Stabbed up. And, we get know. in, get out. Um, because it's Tom Clancy and because it got major streams, because white people and black people love Michael B. Jordan, it'll probably be a part two, um, or maybe a series coming. Give me the series. Don't give me like. You giving me just a two-hour movie yeah. when we have the ability of time now? And maybe they do break it down in the series. Jack Ryan started out with two movies before they got the series on Amazon. Maybe they do that with uh, John Elliott. But um, all in all, it was cool. It Did was something to watch. only do first names? Probably. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think some more Tom Clancy-like books or characters from his books. Yeah, John Elliott, Jack Ryan. Yeah, you might not get a whole bunch of uh, different types of names from this nigga. Um, Lauren London, great. 
Jody Turner Smith, aka Queen, not so great. Coleman Domingo, great. Michael B. Jordan, not so great, but good action. Yeah, that was about all I got for Without Remorse, dog. Um, it wasn't really one of them type of films to break down in a way. It was a good classic action film. It tried to kind of be a super war film. I think that might be where it got lost when they started making it like warry in that second hour, nigga. Like that one scene was way too long when they was over in the building and the snipers was across the street. Like that shit was that scene was like thirty five minutes, dog. It was like, all right, bro. I mean, he, get these I, niggas the fuck I, out of here. How the bro. fuck did you get making out of that shit, my nigga? John Clark, not John Elliott. God damn it, John Elliott's a whole fucking clothing designer. Um, yeah, how they made it out of here, I don't know. With two snipers shooting at them every time they came around a corner. I'm talking about how like uh, Michael B. Jordan character made it out once. Then everybody can like. And the nigga not only got out of the sniper's way, but then got to the roof. Got downstairs, got in a car, and drove through the shit. And yeah. it was like, because I'm thinking like, oh, this nigga, he he about to die. Fam, when he drove through, I'm like, fam, when the sniper's about to hit this nigga. I thought it was gonna be one of them scenes where he get caught with the bullet. You think he gonna die? It go off. Then that whole drive into the river and God. like, all right, my nigga. Uh, that and the setting the car on fire and then getting in it scene was the wildest shit for me I ever seen. Like life. you just a new. Exactly the depth of the, I don't know, man. It was just, it, it was weird. It was a lot of weird shit going I'm on. I'm glad but, he killed my man. Yeah, but that whole I'm gonna make you say her name before you die. Like, yo, man. I mean, I know that's some movie shit. Hey, don't get a nigga Michael B. Jordan too many lines, bro, because he started getting his Batman on with that shit, and I was cool on the Dark Knight. But my 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 thing is, my nigga, we're in a car going underwater. What you about to do to save me? What you mean? I better say like we're going to die, nigga. Fam, they didn't know her name. <laughs> they, I don't remember her <laughs> fucking name, and I just watched the shit twice. They this didn't nigga know her name. Like I'm gonna say her name. I'm like, uh, okay, now that I said her name, we we still gonna die. Sandra Bland, nigga. <laughs> that's her name. That's the only fucking say her name. I'm saying so. Uh, fuck out of here, dog. Brianna Taylor, nigga. Fuck out of here. Um, all that say, it was cool. Throw the shit on. It's a good throw on movie. When niggas is sitting around chilling, drinking, doing drugs, it was one of them. Like, it's cool. It's cool for the weekend. A nice little Thursday night or whatever I watched. Yeah, whatever night I watched it, it got me through that. Um, it helped me sleep because I for sure fell asleep, woke <laughs> up. That nigga was still doing same bad acting shit. I was like, all right, we here now, nigga. Oh, some shit I watched over the weekend though. What's that? Um, nobody. Nobody. What's that on? It uh, it's a I, it's on that website you sent me to watch the movies on. Oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's on. Shit's on on that site. And well, I'm not telling y'all, but if y'all want it, five dollars. Uh, it's on the it's on the it's on the uh, it's in the th- it's in theater, so it's on the you gotcha, can download gotcha. yeah, it. Yeah, it's out. Yeah, yeah. It from um, uh, Better Call Saul. Oh, oh, the new joint yeah. where he, uh, okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yo, so funny story, and this is funny about that website, I'll give you this. I was in the middle of watching it, and I paused it to go piss, because um, that actually came out when I was, the first week I was in the hospital. Okay. I was in the middle of watching it, paused it to go piss. Obviously, that took a little longer than expected, because <laughs> um, that was a whole thing. By the time I came back, it had refreshed and kicked me out. 
because it was like, yo, too many users. So I've been running into that. It'll tell you mm. too many users. You have to be a paid subscriber to log in now. Interesting. So if you in the middle of watching something and then too many niggas log on, you can't pause it or you're going to get kicked the fuck out. Yeah, man, I watched that <laughs> shit uh, yesterday. Yeah. Yo, it was dope. Dope. Yeah, I saw that, man. I really, I started, I probably got 20 minutes into it, dog. Yeah, that shit yeah. was, uh, it was good. Good shit. I mean, and he don't look like the, the typical. So he trained, trained to prepare yeah. for this role um i was i think that was men's health or black belt magazine one of them i was reading the online um interview that they did with him dog and he was just going through some of his training and like that nigga got busy to get ready for this role and i could appreciate because he did his um his liam neeson denzel like yeah. yo nigga i'm 56 years old i'm gonna whoop y'all ass on the bus in la <laughs> uh, rizzo was in this shit too oh word yeah rizzo's in did there I, I know that. Uh, his voice is in there initially until the end, then he's actually in it. He, okay, um, all right. And uh, Doc, <laughs> this nigga's still alive. <laughs> How old is this nigga, dog? Bernie Sanders' father. Shit, Fucking, dog. Uh, Christopher Lloyd ass nigga. I think uh, it really, Bernie, I, is I, Bernie I, Sanders his son? Cause nah, them niggas, he only four years older than Bernie Sanders. That nigga's, 80, them niggas 82. in the same spot at the same time. That nigga's 82, dog. Um, yeah, man, nobody. That good ass a, movie. That was a good fucking movie, though. I'm trying to think of shit I've watched um before we get to Monster. Once I'm in my action bag, I'm in my action you go, bag. Like down that road. Like I need it. I need more. You know what I'm saying? And that's me with horror. <laughs> like once I start, it's finna get weird. Cause like then, I'm watching a fucking uh movie but Matt Damon, them niggas looking for weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. Like I'm <laughs> like nigga, when did this movie come out? <laughs> like shit. Um damn, I'm trying to think some shit I've watched recently, like I haven't been like the sick nigga that's watched a ton of shit. Like I've kind of, I've like thrown on the shit that I'm familiar with so I could go to sleep. Um, damn, what did I watch recently? Uh, I watched some trash on Netflix. Netflix got a lot of trash. Yo, I just Yo. finished up Jupiter's Legacy on on Netflix uh, yesterday too. Mm, how was that? Uh, watch Invincible first. Okay. And then watch Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely getting into Invincible, so I go back to back them. All right. Because Jupiter's Le Jupiter's Legacy is like a live action. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I will give you the heads up on Jupiter's Legacy. Uh, the first episode kind of corny. Okay. All right, but then you know once you kind of get adjusted to how they do things, it's like oh okay. Yeah. It take a little. I'm like oh okay. Um, it was it was cool, but uh, Invincible. Why the fuck are you hitting me up, bro? There is a there's also a black samurai show on Netflix. Is that the you start yeah. with a Y? Yeah. Um with Lakeith. Oh, that is he in there? I haven't started yet. I don't, I've, I got like ten minutes into the first episode and had to do something. So that's on my Netflix. that's on my watch list uh this week. Hold on. Uh like Yasuki. Yeah, yeah. Yasuki, yeah. Um this Lakeith is in that? Yeah, you talking about the animated joint, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Lakeith plays. I want to say like the yeah, he plays Yasuki. He's the main nigga. No, I want to watch this shit. Like, no, yeah. It's <laughs> literally Lakeith and a bunch of Japanese people. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, oh shit, I know like three of these niggas. Is That's anybody dope. anybody in there from uh uh what's that shit on on HBO Max? I tell, I told you to watch. Oh, uh, God damn Warrior. It. Shit, my man looked like he might be warrior. <laughs> um, yeah, that shit is amazing. 
No, nah, nigga ain't from Warrior, but he from a whole bunch of other shit that look like he might be about that action. Um, yeah, so watch Yasuki. I've heard from like my anime friends, like my super anime friends, like mixed reviews. Like I've heard, yo, this is actually really fucking good. I don't want I don't want to talk to nobody who's super into anime. And that so when I get mixed reviews, that tells me that shit's okay. Yeah. Cause, Cause like if the regular nigga will like it, the super anime nigga was like, yeah, nah. Yeah. So I want and the when, regular nigga. When my super niggas tell me like when half of them tell me I right, this shit was straight and the other half tell me mm, that was trash, I'm like, mm, it was probably straight. Y'all niggas get weird. Uh what else I watch? It's just one show. Yo, I recently got into, this was my show in the hospital. It's probably the only new thing that I added. It ain't new, but I just started watching it. Chicago PD is a good-ass show. I did not watch Chicago PD, Chicago Med, Chicago Fire. They got all these little shows and shit. PD was on the first day I was in the hospital. It was a marathon of, like, season three. And I watched the whole season three, and then I went and found the rest of it on uh, Peacock. And then I watched all fucking eight seasons. I got caught up. Mm. It's on season eight currently, but I got caught up. The black dude on there, um, he really from Chicago. I like shows that have niggas that's really from the city that they talking about because it gives it some authenticity. So shout out to him. I don't know dog real name, but his name on the show was Kevin. He from Chicago. He be killing shit. And then when I was watching The Shy and remembered like, Niggas like Reggie, Jake, these niggas is from Chicago. Like, it just, it gives it a better feel, yeah. dog. Like, when you start bringing, that's why I'm excited Um, when the shot does come back. They said that Jason Weaver's character is going to get some real screen time. He from Chicago. I just want to, and Jason Weaver's a good-ass actor. Like, I hope they do right by him, dog. That's all I can say. Um, if this nigga don't sing, I just can't wait to be king, that I don't want nothing. I still want to know how much money this nigga really making. Because between Lion King and Michael Jackson, like I just feel like he got bread. Um, all right, last move. Last let's thing, talk about... Last thing I've been watching. I just started last night. Somebody told me to take a look at... Um, What's that? Startup. Um, oh, I just put that in my queue. Literally, um, like an uh, hour before I came up here. They prefaced it like, I know y'all don't like niggas telling y'all to check shit out. <laughs> yeah, don't tell me what to watch. But, check but we shit appreciate out. a good suggestion. Uh, so I, I did. I started watching it last night. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a good uh, three three episodes. And okay. then I fell asleep because it was like three o'clock in the morning uh, yeah. <laughs> on like episode four. So I got to yeah. go back and watch. So far, so it's like three seasons though. Yeah, and I started at season one. So I mean, so far so good. You know, it did kind of go one hundred zero to hundred quick. Um, yeah, I just put that in the queue. City on a Hill on Showtime. Like, really get into that, man. Damn, I keep forgetting about that. Kevin Bacon. I Kevin heard, Bacon is a fucking legend. Heard um, my man out here. Aldis Hodge doing yeah. what he got to do. He not as flat as you might have thought that he was in some other roles. Um. That's that's a good show, man. I'm still on season one. I've not gotten to the current season right now. They on two currently. What Get you, in the city on the hill. What you think about like in general? I'd be thinking like how I met you is how I like judge you. Like, mm. for, like damn near forever. Like if I met you in a strip club, there's only so much. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or if I met you um, now, you could be like a slur, but if yeah. I met you. Uh, at church, I probably think of you different. I don't know. Yeah. I came um, familiar with Eldris Hodge on a TNT show where he was the black nerd dude and not like ultra aggressive. Yeah. And, then, and I always look at him as like that character. But he's a much better. Now, 
One night in Miami helped me change that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what he, I'm saying? He did a really good job. It, it helped Jim me Brown. change yeah. that, and I understand that City on the Hill is, like, really good. Yeah. Um, with just that notion in general, I feel like I do it, and it's not intentional, but I do it with some actors and not others. Um, for instance, I don't do it with Michael B. Jordan. I loved Wallace. I fucking needed to know where Wallace was. And then... I think Michael B. Jordan grew, took it was like, yo. when he went to One Life to Live or one of that soap opera shit. I think that's when the, his <laughs> view, shifted. people yeah. started looking at him differently. Yeah. I think not, he no took part of his own. That, yeah, I think he took an L with that mustache, nigga. <laughs> Lester from 227 needs his mustache back the fuck now, nigga. Um, he got to trim that shit. Some niggas just got like a lot of space between their nose and their lips. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And like some niggas gotta have a but mustache. But here's the thing, dog. That ain't how that nigga mustache always been. It was like he grew the quarantine mustache, which we all did. Everybody facial hair was wild last summer. And then when the barbershops opened up, we all cleaned the fuck up. And he was like, he kept the start, the I'm gonna Harvey keep stash. the stash. And I don't get it, dog. Like that shit looks so fucking pubescent. Get it off your face. You look <laughs> like a fucking rat. I hate it. Mm-hmm. And until he cuts that, I'm never giving that nigga a good review. I thought you I thought you were, you said it pubescent. I thought you was trying to say something. <laughs> uh, but um, no, man, I do think to your point though, like, for instance. Who's a who we don't like as an actress? Lala. We was just talking about Lala. If Lala came out and gave an amazing performance in a, a movie or a show tomorrow, I don't know that I'd be able to see it. So it's interesting that we having this conversation because one of the stars or the star of the movie we we're about to talk about, uh-huh. um, I had to re- I had to change. I had to change my my thoughts and opinions on because. I was introduced. What's the gentleman's name? Uh, the star of a uh, monster. Oh, the uh, the young guy. Yeah. Um. Hold up. Hold up. God damn it. Let me pull this back up. Uh, Kelvin Harrison Jr. All right. Yep. I was introduced to him in Godfather of Harlem. Mm. I didn't particularly like his character. Yeah. Not because of he anything. Couldn't, he couldn't act. Yeah. I just didn't like the character, and I thought he was like. I didn't like how he was falling in over the girl. Like I yeah. thought he was like, I didn't like the character. Yeah. And now that I've seen him in a, a bunch of different things, at first I'm like, oh, that's my man from such and such. Mm-hmm. But I keep seeing him, and he keeps doing a wonderful job. Yeah. He's actually even in that show Startup uh, that I watched last night. I was like, yo, this nigga is killing this. So ironically, <laughs> before you sent me the monster trailer. And nigga, I mean, maybe a day before. Yeah. I was watching Chicago PD and he was on the episode that I had watched. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's dog from Godfather of Harlem. He a little younger in this episode. But in that episode, his character was such a shady nigga. This nigga was like, essentially, he was the character that he was in Monster. Nice, good, two family home, would never harm a fly, nigga. Smart, go to school, da, da, da. And then at the end, you found out, oh, no, this nigga Chameleon does. He was really the killer, nigga. And it was like, oh, and shit. And this bitch did the nigga, crime. And the dog, queen the pin. The queen pin. He fucked me up so bad in that episode. Because I was like, oh, boy, can act, nigga. Because he had me like like the same emoting he was doing in Monster. Like the crying and the like, just that nervousness. And yeah. I'm not from this. Like, he was doing that on Chicago PD. And I was like. 
Dog, at the end when you found out, like, yeah, that was that nigga gun. He did that shit. It was like, nigga, mind blown. And then when you sent me that trailer, it was like maybe a day or two later. And I said, oh, yeah, I got to watch it. I got to watch it. Because now I'm like, this is old boy. And I think he might be that next dude. And then watching this film reiterated a couple things. John David Washington, you that next dude. I like that nigga in this. This was... This was his uh nah John David was on his um training day for me, nigga. I noticed something about John David that, that I, cock-eyed I, a little bit that I hate. That nigga left eye is kinda cocked. I, I, I hate this face that he makes. And he makes it and <laughs> he do this. <laughs> Yo, if y'all can see the face Jake just made, that should be the fucking cover of the the artwork. Uh, I fucking <laughs> hate it, bro. Like he <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, what's his name? Another one of them dudes, Jarrell Jerome. Man, dog, he one of them. Like, like some of these young cats. Yo, this young batch. They they're talented, dog. I got on Twitter the other day, um, right after watching. Matter of fact, while the movie was still playing on Saturday. Okay. And I said, matter of fact, I text you this too. By the way, by you way. did, you did. I said Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> Just might be my favorite actor. Jeffrey bro. Wright's phenomenal, man. He can play any role. Like I, like I legitimately have never seen him in a movie or in a role that I didn't like, and I, I don't think I've ever seen him in something that was just like the other role he did. Jeffrey Wright's so good that he can take essentially. I'm not gonna say a bad script, but a script that ain't great. OG wasn't a great script. Nigga, OG wasn't a great script. But even more than that, nigga Shaft, when he played the fucking Puerto Rican dude, that wasn't a good script. Like, the first Shaft with Samuel L. Jackson was just, like, a fun movie to watch. But it wasn't good, nigga. I didn't, like, dislike OG, by the way. No, no, no. But, like, it, they should have done more with that script. Like, why I get these niggas these cornrows? <laughs> That's really what I was mad at. Like, why'd y'all get this nigga nah, these cornrows? OG was cool. We talked about OG. Go listen to that episode. Um... Jeffrey Wright is phenomenal. Uh, Jennifer Hudson sure knows how to play a grieving mother, boy. I feel like every time I see her now, she's a grieving mother in something. Me and Jeff, me and Jeffrey, uh, me and Jennifer Hudson are the same age. Yeah, we're both thirty nine years old. She looks and feels at least twelve years older than you. Um, Jeffrey Wright's like fifty six. Yeah, I was wondering how they got married and how they had a seventeen year old boy. Yeah, um, but. She because she looks answer. older. Yeah, um, you can. Yeah, you can, can make sense of it if you if you're not going with the real numbers. Um, at a seventeen year old and a little ten year old, <laughs> <laughs> a little freaky, a little freaky deke. Um, Jeffrey Wright is phenomenal. Nigga, ASAP Rocky killed his role. I he that was a very authentic New York nigga role. Like, <laughs> what a nigga from Dope at. Shamar, Shamir, whatever the nigga. Last time we seen him was on uh, the Netflix show about hip hop. Yeah, I ain't watched that. I didn't either. But that was the last thing he was in that was like major. He was a great actor, nigga. Like Does he remind me of ASAP. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And um, he just was like good in the like the couple joints he did specifically dope. He was really fucking good, nigga. And I would like to see him in something else, dog. Um. This was a good one. Let's, let's talk about it, man. So Monster was, uh, I think, came out in 2018. 
So it was a couple years old, which I could tell when I saw Jarrell Jerome specifically. That's when I was like, all right, he looked mad younger and slightly less fat in the face. Like yeah. that, just that adult weight. Like he ain't having on him. He, he looked, looked younger than he did in um, Concrete Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we know was 2019, 2020. So, um, Monsters about uh, a young boy in New York, Steve Harmon, 17-year-old honor student, junior in high school, headed to college soon, and he gets charged with felony murder um, and a robbery gone wrong. After watching the trailer, Mm -hmm. what do you think this movie was going to be about? After looking at that trailer when you sent it to me, I'm going to keep it a whole hundred. I went straight to sleep. Cause I was high on drugs. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. But when you when you sent it to me, I said this shit looks really good. But the yeah. trailer didn't tell me so much. Like I didn't get this gonna be a trial movie or this gonna be. It just looked like I right, uh, a robbery gets committed, somebody dies. Did he do it? I thought that. <laughs> yeah. But I got the impression. That we was really working pause. Uh that we actually had, we actually had a monster and like he was just <laughs> Yo If y'all niggas don't think that working with a monster is about to be the name of this fucking episode, you have me wrong, buddy. You have the wrong podcast, I swear to God. Holy shit. That got wild. Holy shit. (laughs) Yo. Yo. Oh my God, God. (laughs) Niggas are fooling. Holy fuck! Yeah, that was y'all. fucking great, dog. I gotta bring them sounds from the other one because that was a no, 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 we here now. Are you willing to sacrifice your life? That's funny, though. That little growl that came in was mad sus, nigga. Oh, oh man. shit. That was fucking funny, dog. All right, listen. I have no idea what Jay was about to say, dog. Once, we, once I figured out that that nigga was, that he paused himself before even saying working with a monster. Because I was like, yo, that shit sound wild. <laughs> oh, shit. I should It's yo, three minutes later. We still laughing. Yo, dog. Niggas didn't drop the song. Yeah, this week in Club Episode 162, man. That's it. We out. We out. <laughs> Holy oh. shit, dog. All right, listen. Oh, let me come, fuck. Compose and I felt bad, too, because I was like, damn, man. Like, I like the convo we had up front. I like the, the <laughs> them convo. But then I was like, without remorse was just kind of like, it was so dull that I feel like we couldn't really make a convo out of it. And I kind of hated that part. And I was like, damn, I hope we come back. <laughs> 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 Who knew we was working with him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Fat motherfucker, I look who's in trouble as you run through my jungles. All you hear is Oh shit. Guys, guys, nigga, just stop. Everybody know we working with a monster. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Alright, listen. That was amazing, dog. Jay just say the whole podcast, man. After I watched the trailer. That nigga's Tom Clancy, dog. 
I thought <coughs> he was a nigga who appeared one way to his parents, but was, was out different. on the street being a monster. Yeah. And I thought that um, <coughs> it was going to be a tr- uh, back and forth about uh, I'm look I look like a good kid here, but in the streets I'm terrorizing yeah. niggas because they showed like clips of the robbery. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, oh shit, which he wasn't even a part of. Uh, yeah, but like literally. But like I thought it was gonna be different, so I had a different view going into the movie. I mean, into well, this movie. So you thought that after the trailer, I actually thought that when I saw the artwork for the movie, and I'm about to pull it up real quick. Two things: one, the words on the artwork say, "No one has any idea who I am." But then the way they split his face, this half blurred, this mm-hmm. two different lives, right? We we a monster over here, and we normal honor roll student in the street. So I actually thought that when I saw this, when I posted the shit yesterday on the gram, that 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 um that ain't like Bokeem Woodbine. He one hundred percent looks like Bokeem in uh um what's the joint with Alan Payne, Forrest Whitaker. Mm-hmm. That's what he giving me right now, nigga. Facts. Um, but yeah, so I I had that. Jason's lyric. I had that thought when I saw the artwork and was like, damn, okay, like, is this nigga finna be wilding out? And then even as I was watching the movie, I was kind of waiting on the moment to come when it was like, oh, he did participate. Like, clearly he wasn't the killer. We were never worried about him being the nigga that was the shooter. But it was I like. I didn't know. Well, I, it's it's a part in one of them courtroom scenes. Well, up until. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, before the movie, no, we didn't know. But one of them courtroom scenes, they said it very clearly. John David Washington and ASAP Rocky was the shooters. Well, they said names, but, be, but at that particular point, I didn't know his first and last name. Also true. And then one of the names they were saying was Bobo. Bobo. Like, who the fuck is Bobo? Until my second watch to realize that was John David Washington. Yeah. Um, why he was so mean? <laughs> nigga, damn. Like, n- nigga said, what up? That nigga said. Up is what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, nigga. Um, but no, man. I First view of the trailer... I thought maybe we get a courtroom drama. Maybe we. I didn't really know what direction. I thought it was gonna be on some sociopath shit. (laughs) Yeah, because like you got to be a monster to go be out in the streets killing and wilding, and And then then come to to the crib like, hey, ma. Yeah. Um. And then we get to the movie and shit. I mean, they was flashing back and forth between current day going to jail, sitting behind bar scenes to his life prior to that, and it was like. Where did this nigga go wrong? I was like, yo, I don't know, though. This nigga look like... I didn't see where he went wrong at all. And I tell you what, if he was going to do the switch that I saw him do on uh, Chicago PD, he was convincing me, nigga, because I was like, bro, he really crying in in jail, nigga. Yeah. Like, that scene where he's screaming in the mirror, I was like, damn, boy, is acting. And then we find out, like, nah, nigga just really was... I mean, he was kicking it with ASAP on some acceptance shit. Like I, like so, so, so when it started, right? Yeah, they, you know, at the crib, waking up in the morning with his parents or whatever. He go down there and talk to his dad, and this is where I was like, "Yo, Jeffrey Wright's such a fucking great actor." Yeah, because you couldn't tell me this is not his father. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. That first scene with them, where he goes downstairs to yes. talk to him, that was a beautiful scene. And they uh, just sat in the scene. Yeah, they they killed that man. Like the the, the timing, the the. To how your they, point about Jeffrey Wright, dog, the comfort 
in every everything he does though like whether he the antagonist protagonist whether he good bad dad criminal it don't fucking matter that nigga's comfortable in every scene he filmed dog it was a little thing Michael right? B. Jordan call Jeffrey Wright bro like it, it was a little thing so when he came in he he looking at the wall right and he kind of hey, hey, it's $20 up there I know you probably yeah, <laughs> you kid yeah. before school yeah, $20 I know what up you there want, nigga. and then he came over and um, you know, he talking to him about it. Like, oh man, that's you. Like, I've had this conversation with my dad before, where yeah. he's doing something, I say something, and we have this, 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 this banter back and forth. And like, I'm like, yo, look how them, look how they. This looks so natural. And I'm like, okay, my man, they starting off good because yeah, dude can act. And when when I when I for me when I'm judging acting, <coughs> I'm not judging it because you can make a great monologue. Or you can pull some great emotional statement, or you can drop a tear. Yeah, those are the quote unquote easy things. But can you make a regular conversation seem regular? Yeah. yeah. Can you make can you make believe that this man and this son are actually father and son? Can you have a conversation where it doesn't look like anybody's reading off a script and look like I'm just a fly on the wall. I felt like that yeah. in this, in, the, in that scene from the rip though. And <clears throat> I've, again, I've never, I know Jennifer Hudson got the, the Oscar nom for the musical joint, the dream girl shit. But like most of the roles she's had since then has been like some tragic. Shit. They ain't gave her a lot of fun role. And I hate when like, Certain actors get same way I feel about her singing. Like I feel like the people who write songs only write her songs that sound like Aretha Franklin should sing them. Give her a good fun role to go just be normal. In this role, even though it was heavy, and it was still like some trauma behind it, I do feel like she get a, just a regular acting. She guy. was just normal. Like she felt like the mom. Jeffrey Wright felt like the dad. It was so dope. One of these. It was this was so slight, ever so slight. Yeah, they were in the courtroom. Son comes out. She goes to stand up. Jeffrey put her hand, hit hand on her shoulder, and have her sit back down. Yep. Like, yep. Like that shit, shit was like so. That. Like I'm the leader of the household. Yeah. Uh, Even when he stood up to the security guard. Yeah. When the security was grabbing her and she was trying to get to him, that nigga said, "Hey man, keep your hands to yourself, though. Oh, it's gonna be a whole another problem. Whole another problem. Keep your hands to yourself. I'm like, and he was saying it so. Right. He was literally, "Hey man, keep your hands to yourself." Keep like a dad. He felt like the leader of their household. Where y'all going, man? Where you, what? What a precinct, man? Wait, jumping in front of the yeah. like, Come on, man. And the scene when um when that scene when they came to arrest him, she did a great job of reacting like a mom in that scene, dog. My nigga, just beautifully fucking acted, man. My nigga, when in in this this longer scene where the police come to his crib, and um, you know, you know, how can I help y'all? Yeah, and he go up to his room. He opened the door. He kind of looked like, "Hey, um, it's a, man, just come out here, dude. Like yep. that's how you would yep. talk to like, because yep. I didn't want to say it because it's not like man. I'm just so confused with it. Like, man, it's come like, on out nigga, here, dude. It's fucking detective downstairs. Really, like I don't even know what this. About. Come out, just come downstairs real quick. And I think it like I doubt that y'all wrote dude inside of the script. I no, I, I just don't think Jeffrey you wrote Wright. this. Is Jeffrey <laughs> you know Wright? Saying? But it just seems so. Like that's some shit that you would say to yeah. your son. Like, hey, come on, come on, come on, come on, dude. Especially your son who you have that relationship. Yeah. Like the way they had been communicating, that looks like that's how you would have talked to him. And the dude is like 
when you when you when your kid do something silly, and you're not mad at him, mm-hmm. but you're like, now, dude, why would you do that? Like that dude is kind of like separation, but still love. Because when the police is at my door asking questions, I'm slightly irritated, yeah. but like, dude, come on. It's slight irritation, slight confusion, and slight just like, nigga, this is like a waste of time, but come on, let's just get this yeah, over with so we can get back to whatever the fuck we was doing. Um, So the movie started out, did it open with him in jail? Or like going to jail? How the I f- think it was going back and yeah, forth. Yeah, they opened with forth. the back and forth. I feel like the first 10 minutes... We saw the back and forth of him uh, going the, to jail. The, 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 I think it opened with him talking to the, he was talking by himself to the police officer while he was getting, he was doing intake. Yep. He yep, was like, cause they was getting his uh, fingerprint and shit and then they was doing the picture. Yep. You're right. You're he didn't right, know. Right. He was like, um, he said, are my parents here? He was like, are you part of the gang? He's like, no, sir. I'm not in yeah. the gang. And like, nigga said, any, uh, uh, nigga said no, son, your parents ain't here. Nigga said, no, I don't have any diseases. He was like, AIDS? He was, no, I, I I don't have AIDS. Damn, that nigga was acting, dog. Because he, I'm nervous. I'm a 17-year-old Ner- kid. He, and I really don't, like, I wasn't involved in that at all. Like, so that's one thing when, because that, that monster theme, right, that they kept mentioning throughout the movie, it's a lot of different ways you could take that, man. For For young black men, yeah, America does look at us like monsters, dog. And when you you loop in all these teenagers, right? You got Jarrell Jerome's character was 15 in this movie. He was 17. ASAP Rocky was probably 19. Um, I don't remember how old they said John David Washington was, but he was clearly the older uh, cousin of the, of the group or of ASAP Rocky. You got the four of these niggas probably within four years of one another grouped in, honor student, Jarrell Jerome, just kind of a clown-ass nigga. He wasn't really... He get in where he fit in type nigga. And then you got two street niggas, one of whom is probably only on that shit because his cousin do that shit. Like, ASAP Rocky probably would have been a hustler type nigga more than the rob the bodega and kill a nigga type. Y'all all all the same. Four black dudes around the same age. Y'all I'm America looking at all of y'all like y'all the same dude. I tell you what, man. This movie was... Hitting close to home for me uh-huh. for a couple of different reasons. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, my brother went to prison. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and they painted him out to be a monster, which he was not. Mm-mm. Right. And so there was a scene in there where they was waiting in the courtroom and Jennifer Hudson's in there. And they all talking about, hey, what y'all do this weekend? And this and that. From that was me waiting in the courtroom uh, for my brother's case and shit to start. Uh, they come in, they talking. The 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 alleged video in question is on the laptop. The judge looking at the shit. I'm like, nigga, are you able to look at evidence before? It's like everything was so wild. And then everybody comes in and everybody get back. Oh, let's get back in the character, everybody. Yeah. I'm like. And what? so it was that particular scene. It caught me because one in the movie, that's the very first. That's day one of trial. Yeah. And that's how the judge came in. How was everybody's weekend? Everybody, oh, we went up to the Hamptons and oh, we had a bowl. No, we celebrated my sister's birthday and da da da. You've sat in court and experienced being on the the other side of that fence. I've been in court and been on the other side of that fence. And it's like, yo, y'all talking so cavalierly, and y'all got my my blood family, my brother, my father. 
Y'all got they fate in your hands, and y'all niggas is talking about what you have for dinner and what you have for lunch and how your weekend was and da da. Like nigga, y'all gonna front like y'all adversarial. Y'all about to go to lunch, nigga, Fam, when it's over. When y'all leave here, y'all getting on boats and celebrating parties and lives and shit. My nigga might go to prison. And guess what? My nigga might go to prison based on how close y'all is. Man, man, cause look, uh, prosecutor oh, and defendant. Oh, I ain't give a shit for this nigga. Ask that nigga for uh for change last week. Nigga ain't give my change back. I, that nigga, I'm not doing no deals from Man. this nigga all week until he give me my money Man. back. Who and knows? it's like, dog, you sitting up there and you literally seeing the prosecuting attorney, the defense attorney, and the judge just kick it. And it's like, nigga, ain't one of y'all supposed to be fighting for my brother, for my father? Like, come on, dog. Like, it really does give you a very skewed view. But a realistic view of how this shit goes, dog. Like, mm -hmm. these niggas is parlaying and chilling. And the fate of your loved one is way heavier on your shoulders than it is theirs, dog. My nigga, they co-workers. Fam. Colleagues. They in, they work in different departments, but they co-workers, yep. my nigga. They, they in the same place nigga, every day. Nigga, that's HR, IT, and legal. That's all that is. Like, they see each other all the day, every day. And they kicking it. They may Now, they may be at uh, 36th District. Next week they may be at the fourteenth yeah. district court, but like nigga, they they work with each other. Fam, they work with each other. They know each other. They fuck around. Know each other. Families, like niggas, ain't your friends, bro. That that's a very good. I I hated that scene, dog. That scene made me squeamish, nigga, because like you can't be that casual with my family member life on the line. That don't sit well with me, dog. And I've seen that. You've seen that. We've been on. We've been where his parents were sitting. I don't like that, dog. Shit, man. I ain't, and, I ain't and, gonna and, get it. And, and what's so fucked up is everybody in my brother's case, yeah, knew all the information, knew all the backstory. But when everybody turned on, no one can say it unless it's asked in a certain question in a certain format. Yeah, and. Like, so y'all know this is not necessarily how it's being presented, but until someone finds a way to ask a question a certain way, mm -hmm. it just is what it is, huh? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And they just, all of this ends and them niggas go dap each other up and they buddy buddy. What you doing next weekend, man? Hey. My kids got a softball game. Is she playing? You're, you're, is, is Kristen playing this year? Great. So something that the movie, they didn't delve into, but I wanted them to. Um, and it, it didn't like hurt the movie at all, but I, I did hope that they got into it. So in New York, as most people know, if you're in the city of New York, you're waiting at Rikers till trial. You'll be in MCC for a couple of days, maybe, and then you're getting transferred and you're waiting up at Rikers. And at 17, you're going into Rikers, Rikers, not the fucking juvenile side of Rikers. Um... Needless to say how problematic this shit is, but it's something that I wish they would have touched on just a little bit. They only alluded to it. Yeah, they alluded to to him waiting in prison, not in fucking jail, not in county. He was in prison, and they alluded to some of the trauma you experience when you're 17 waiting in prison, like when he got phone checked. Yeah, he got phone checked. Um, he mentioned that uh, he taught himself not to be hungry, so... Mm -hmm. Um, he wouldn't be upset with every time someone took his food. Yep. Like, so, okay, you ain't eating some yeah. days. And then um, they also showed he got shower checked. Yeah. Somebody told him, all right, young nigga, get the fuck out. Like, your time up. 
and he got the fuck on, nigga. He was and he was in the middle of daydreaming when it happened, and then oh shit, back to reality. It don't help that you skinny, you skinny kid. Even when you outside trying to do sit ups, you did three. Yeah, did them pull ups. He was struggling. Like, like you might as well don't do that in front of people because now you look weak. And and Nas even came over to him. Um, Nas, one of the executive producers of the film, John Legend, one of the executive producers of the film. Yo, John Legend don't miss. If he executive produce your shit, you got a good ass movie. Like shit, anything Nas name attached to lately. He also not a misser. Not much of a misser. It's only his, technically his uh, second film, right? I believe so. Um, it wasn't a lot of speaking role, but like I thought Nas did a no, good job. He actually did a way better job than I expected him to. Because uh, I recently looked at Belly, and when you got Belly recently on your mind, and then you hear this. Yo, Nas, I appreciate you delivering these lines the way you did. Like, and even when he came over to him, like, because yo, relax, nigga, be yourself. Also, it's that uh, 19, 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nas, a young man. Facts. You know what I'm saying? He's 25, 26 years yeah. old. Fam, I'm an OG now. And when I went to a young dude, I was like, mm-hmm. you might not want to do that. Yeah. And like, that was. He told him, hey, relax, nigga. These niggas don't like getting looked at. Like, don't stare at motherfuckers in here, dog. Like, that ain't what you do. And the way he delivered, it it felt like, I right, Nas, you actually did good in a very limited role. Like, yeah. I, I could appreciate the way he delivered the lines, dog. And he felt like the OG. Shit. Shit, I'm, I'm 48 years old. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, nigga, I'm, I'm really, this character is me in when I'm rapping, when I'm telling these niggas about my tech ventures, when I'm telling niggas about... That's me. I'm just putting it in a, a, I'm packaging it differently and putting it in this prison inmate. And, yo, I, Nas did I, man. Man, think about what a kid going through, what anybody going through. 17 um, and grown ass fucking prison. Because if you do something in life that that puts you in prison, you may not be a nigga who, who down about this life of crime. Fam, this is a culture shock. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't a nigga uh, from... Like the hood in New York. Like, no, I have very educated parents. We live in this nice brownstone. I thought that could have gotten some bail. But somebody, I, like, I, why ain't somebody getting so bail? The only thing I thought, because I, I thought about that for two seconds, but then where I was like, maybe not, is because it was federal murder. Y'all charged me as a lookout, though. I'm not the violent one. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we it y'all was got definitely on some. Y'all got on videotape to, to people that, that it, did it. Yeah, and like it was definitely the two of them that committed the murder. Yeah, so like me and Jarrell Jerome are in different parts of the video that y'all got. I'm 17. I'm yeah. a flight risk. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, uh, and then was, was that a public defender? Because I'm like, y'all ain't. Get, yeah. And it didn't seem like yeah, because they they didn't show anything that alluded to his parents getting him a lawyer. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they when, did or not. Yeah, because but I mean, even when he said like, "Are my parents here?" and the officer told him like, "No, nah, your parents ain't here." He said, "Should should I get a lawyer?" And dude was like, "You need to be silent, or you need to remain silent." And he told him that. And was I'm glad he told him that, right? Yeah, because he recognized like this is a kid. Yeah, I don't even have to tell you that, by the way. No, nah, no. Nah. But like, boy, nigga, I ain't even an arresting officer. I literally don't have to tell you that. I'm like, process. I'm like. Yo, this this one, this, yeah. not gonna, this one not gonna make it through but the this night. This nigga right here, he vomited a mouth. He gonna just keep talking. He gonna say something he don't need to say. And like you said, he might not make it through the night. But I don't know if that was a public. I got the or impression not. that she was because when when they first met, he asked her like, "Are these all the cases you working on?" That that was a public defender, and I know why. Because 
even before they first met. Oh, she yeah, first yeah, yeah. saw the prosecutor. Yep, yep, when yep. they first walked up, Dog was basically telling her, like, look, I know you got a lot of shit on your docket. Nigga, let's wrap this shit up. I'm going to give you a deal. We get this nigga out. Like, basically, let's get this nigga the fuck out of here because you got too much work on your plate because you're a public defender. That's what y'all do. Um, she was a good public defender. I give so her that. The thing she was about, calm. So the thing about public defenders is sometimes that's not the only job. Mm-mm. I'm actually an actual lawyer, but everybody is in the public defender pool. Yep. And when you get pulled, unfortunately, uh, I learned this watch listening to serial podcasts. Mm-hmm. There was one in Ohio. Like, if you don't want that case, you're trying to dump that case as soon as you possibly can. Yeah. Because you're only getting paid like $500 for it or some shit. Get it the fuck out of here. They get the fuck out of here, dog. Yep. Yep. Because the more resources I spend, I'm, mo- I'm losing money. And I could be taking someone else, and that's why this whole public defender shit is a, a scam. Yeah, yeah. Public defenders' jobs take a deal. are essentially to take a deal and get shit off the table as quick as possible. And the prosecution job is to load the charges up with a hella charges. So even when you make a deal, we'll mm-hmm. take some charges off, and yep. now you in you in prison for longer yeah. than you would normally be. All this shit is a fucking scam. It's all terrible. Don't commit crimes because if you get caught and you get put up in the system, it is no telling where you're going to end up. <laughs> like, these niggas will fuck you. And here's the part that's fucked up, too, that, um again, they, they glossed over it. And I didn't need to see nothing crazy happen. But the dangers that come with really being 17 in prison awaiting trial, being 17 in prison going through trial, fam, I can die. What you, right here, nigga. What you think about the dynamic? Oh man, I just thought about this scene. Hmm. What you think about the dynamic between when Jeffrey, his father, uh-huh. came to see him that first time? Yep. And his father, let's talk about this scene a little bit. It was like, yo, when I first had you, I thought about all the different things that your life that would be yep. become. That you could become football player, basketball mm-hmm. player. Nigga said, I even thought about little shit that that that, that I'd be mad at at you over yeah. you know, girls and all the other stuff. So I never, never thought this. Cause, and this was right after he asked him, do you believe me? Yeah. Um, and then he went into this story. Yeah. And I was like, what? I was like, hmm. I, I didn't know how to take that because he was looking kind of like. Yeah. And like, so even ahead of that scene, the way they were developing the relationship between Hold up, let me look. I forgot his goddamn name in the movie already. Pardon me. Um, Steve, Steve Harmon. Yeah. The way they was developing the relationship between him and ASAP Rocky's character prior to that scene where he's talking to his dad, they have you thinking that, okay, ASAP Rocky, street nigga, charming, convincing, he gonna get him to do some stupid shit and have him involved in this. So when he's talking to his dad... It almost had you sitting there thinking like, man, I really hope he ain't do this shit. Because like, nigga, if you're trying to get your dad to believe you, that's one thing. But nigga, you got me. I believe you, dog. And, and I'm is, really going to be disappointed if. And I don't know yet because yeah. I'm thinking off that trailer what I Fam. really thought my mind. Yep. The only thing that was confusing for me was when did the night that he bumped into him. Yeah. Um, He was like, man, I know you. Yeah. You're from the block. Yeah. I'm thinking that's the night that everything happened. No. And that's not. It it was some time. Yeah. They they really saw. And then even like, and again, there are a lot of like 
gaps in time in this movie because even when they're talking about it in court about the night that the shit happened, they like, when the last time you talked to him? And nigga said, nigga, sometime last summer. And, and like, like, and it was a daytime when it happened. Yeah. So it was like, damn, was last summer? When was last summer? Like, how long ago was last summer? So at first, I thought that time that he bumped him. Mm-hmm. Was the night that this shit happened, yeah. and then the very next time when he was on the when he was out there taking pictures, he told him to come over here. Yeah. I'm thinking like, okay, this is how he initially met him because yeah. he said you look like the kid from the block. Yeah, but then more memories kept coming up. Yeah. I'm like, oh, they, f-. and that's so. Then the more the memories and flashbacks to him and ASAP bumping into each other started to happen. That's when I really started believing, dog. He might have really been involved in this shit. Like, because ASAP was clearly like, not, I, I say this for lack of a better word, but grooming him to do, like, he was getting him comfortable with to him. Do like, something. yeah, like, and then even in the scene where we first get introduced to John David Washington's character, when the niggas walking up to them, when ASAP called him over there, Nigga, John David, like, man, why you fuck with this yellow hat ass nigga, after school special ass nigga? This nigga, like, man. And you could just tell by ASAP's demeanor, like, no, nigga, I'm trying to get this nigga warmed up to be involved in some bullshit. It was the scene where I think Jarrell Jerome character came over there and trying to fight him. And uh, ASAP was like, he just he just went over the fence and um, he got scared. And that's something like, oh, shit. Now he feel like he indebted to him or that's his man's because yeah. he got him out of a jam. Now, granted. Nigga, I'm two years older than you at least. I should beat your little ass. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he not that type of nigga. You know what I'm saying? He just a kid, photographer, you know, trying to get his light and his shit on. Yep. I'm thinking like, man, how does this work? And then you clearly see to the scene you just talk yeah. about, he's looking for him. He did this whole, I trust you. Yeah. You got the trust. And yep. And it was, again, I, I hate to use the word grooming, but it was a form of grooming. Like, Thanks. nigga, I'm getting you prepared to do something for me. And then even on the night that the shit happened, like, or the day that it happened, rather, when he sent him into the bodega, like, it's like, dog, yo, go in there and come back and tell us if somebody in there or some shit. It was like a hell of a simple request, but it was so like, you know what's so what do that mean? Nigga? So what's so crazy up until they, they, they revealed that at the end. Yeah, yeah. I still didn't know what happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm so... Because they had only shown the scuffle between the two who went in there yeah. and the store owner. We ain't know how we got there. And, and if we keep it in 100, the prosecution was right. Everything that they said happened... Yeah. Did happen. Yeah. Um, I'm glad he didn't go to prison for that shit. Yeah. Because all this shit, like Jarrell Jerome character, whatever his name was, he said, I did it because I was scared of Bobo. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yo, only reason that he did this shit because he was scared of ASAP Rocky character. Facts. Like that's Facts. the only reason you was friends with him. And if we being real with ourselves, sometimes you get down with the wrong crowd because you scared to say no. Yep. You don't know how to. This the tough nigga in school, and he tell you to come somewhere with you. You going? You going? You going? Because you don't know how to stand up for yourself. And then like once you outside of that fear, oh he we are we friends? Not because I know he don't want to beat me up no more. Yeah. It's that peer pressure is physically I'm scared of you, my nigga. So one thing about being 
educated and when I say educated I don't just mean school um or or degrees but just being educated being successful in your career whether it's you know you're an entrepreneur whether you're working for somebody nine to five um but just having that sort of successful black household one thing that I think we tend to do is when we raise our kids in these situations and I know I don't have kids so don't come at me but when we raise our kids in these successful middle class suburban type situations, I think we tend to forget that the wolves is still out there Facts. and that your kids are still accessible. And just because you sent because they even Jarrell Jerome, that's why he ain't like the nigga. Oh, you go to that bougie school downtown now, right? It's, I ain't seen you since eighth grade. It's almost I mean. It's like you put another, you put an extra target on your kid. Back. Yeah, because when we when we send them to the the quote white schools or the better schools or whatever the fuck, just the more equipped and better supplied schools. When we live in the better neighborhood, clearly that nigga know his way to Harlem, but clearly they live on this clean ass, beautiful ass street, probably in Harlem. But damn, that's the good block right there. But when he go around that corner, nigga, and that's what when when we do that in Detroit, when we go visit our our family that live on seven Shit. and whatever, we nigga, got on that bicycle and when, start rolling. And we go rolling, nigga. When we get on that eight mile bus to Northland and see some grimy shit the whole way, we get on that Evergreen and Fairlane. You start seeing shit that it's like this might not be what I see in my day to day necessarily, but I still get access to it, and I feel like. He was so ill-prepared to deal with these types, nigga. Like, yeah, your relationship with your parents, beautiful. Relationship with your little brother, beautiful. Even had some little swag and some charm with an old girl from school. Like, nigga, you wasn't a lame at all. But it was just like, damn, when them goons come around, you kind of felt like, oh, shit, I don't really know what to do here, nigga. Man, there was a conversation between him and his little brother um, that his father was kind of like ear hustling on and, mm-hmm. and um, adding um, context too. I'm like, I wonder what this means. Yeah. When he was like, well, what superhero would you be? Mm. And he was like, it's about uh, trust and loyalty yeah. or whatever. And um, I think he had like a misplaced trust and loyalty mm. because yo, ASAP Rocky character, that nigga don't love you, man. Not at all. And that's, dog, like we gotta make sure we prepare our kids. Like them niggas ain't your friends, dog. Mm-mm. And that's the thing. You'll see, yo, the street hustling nigga, cool nigga, walking around with the money, the gold, the jewelry, the flash. He flashy. He the street nigga. He kicking it with me, yo. Oh, shit. He know my name now. Nah. Oh, shit. He got me taking pictures of him. He protected me from Jarrell Jerome. Man, you be calling people friends for lack of a better term. Man. Because that's Man. really what it is, right? But even you remember that courtroom scene, right? Um, what a prosecutor said. Okay, so friend or associate. Associate. ASAP Rocky, friend or associate. Or acquaintance, that's what it was. Friend or acquaintance, acquaintance. Jarrell Jerome, friend or acquaintance, acquaintance. ASAP like he was hurt. He really did, though. And it was after that that when he looked over and mouth, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> like, because, hey, nigga, I'm an acquaintance, really? And then, it, it, yes. And then but, she was like, uh, have any of these people, do you know where he lives at? Do you yeah. know where he lives at? Ever been to your house? But when the Does prosecutor your telephone threw that number. little jab in there, right? So... You acquaintances with everybody involved in this murder, nigga. <laughs> and it was like, oh, shit, because objection nigga, your friends. Dog. Objection, because until yeah, somebody we don't know convicted who was involved of in this a robbery, shit. Yeah. ain't nobody involved. And it was like, all right, well, John David Washington confessed, but man, clearly. They pointed that man, pointed his finger in his face and said, he's a monster. Man, 
and what was so interesting and he kind of mentioned it because he said because since he's a in a film student he told the story and he's like i'm gonna tell this story in third person yeah or whatever yeah and he he described a courtroom the courtroom was black and white mm-hmm. it was actually a fresh courtroom that shit was kind of sweet i ain't gonna lie and everybody all the jurors had on black yeah or gray or yeah. real dark Them tones yeah i'm like yo this is interesting he was like because everything is black and white but the law is often shades of gray yeah and the entire jury was in gray mm-hmm. and no none of them looked at him as a human being until that Mm-mm. his teacher came in there and i just knew this shit was gonna backfire yeah but it didn't yeah and i was so fucking happy that it yeah. didn't backfire yeah i was glad about how the teacher scene went um because your relatives ain't gonna humanize you niggas from around the way they either gonna make you sound like y'all was so cool you was involved in the wild shit that they was doing or nigga fuck that nigga, I hate him, I'm jealous of him, and now I don't really know how to feel about you because clearly he just don't like you, like Jarrell Jerome. But you bring the teacher up there, nigga, now I'm, I'm not only humanizing you, fam, I'm telling you who I dealt with every day, Monday through Friday. And when it, when he got back up there, like, um, for the cross-examination, like, mm-hmm. so you mean to tell me that you know what he does at 10 p.m.? Like, nigga, I don't know what you do when you leave out this motherfucker. <laughs> you could be a freak, nasty, pervert nigga who put on stockings to jack off. Nigga, I don't know what you do. Is Oscar De Loya, mother? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, exactly uh, what the fuck I was thinking about, nigga. But he basically like, listen, I don't know what a nigga do at 10 o'clock, but I know the person I do know, he would never do this. Yeah. And that's when, when they said he went to an affluent public school, still, mm-hmm. affluent school, and he was at the top of his class, the whole nine yards, and then seeing a white man stand up for him and stand up to another white man for him. Oh, you look like an actual person. It, it changed the whole dynamic. But again, until something that drastic happens, fam, me, you, the whatever nigga down there, the nigga that's security downstairs, we all the same until somebody tells them how to view us, dog. We, that, we the cover of the show. I mean, Facts. a monster. Literally. A Taylor Tucson. Like, they don't know you. Like, all I, all, I, all I know from you is what this other white man telling you. Now, the prosecutor, I mean, the, the defense attorney, she was like, listen, we can't tell the jury that he's mm-hmm. lying because why would he lie? Yeah. We got to prove that he made a mistake. And that's, that's fucked up. Yep. And right. and it's it's more fucked up. Nigga, they can only they don't know us. All they know is we black. Yes. And when they know we black, all they know is everything they've heard about black people, about black men. She said she damn near said she's like you're guilty. It's like you're you you're young, you're black, and you're on trial. They kept putting emphasis on innocent till proven guilty and guilty till proven innocent like they kept and it's like yo for black people there's never been the presumption of innocence bro period like point blank since the beginning of the fucking legal system there's never been the presumption of innocence for black men dog that don't exist how long you one of that you ever been called for jury duty um no i managed to get out of it every single time i've been called for jury duty one time when i was 21 years old okay um Nope, I take that back. I was not 21 years old. I was like 18. Okay. 18 or 19. When I got down there, yeah. uh, there was a bomb threat or some shit. <laughs> uh, they kicked everybody out to downtown. I said, you can't go home, but you, you got to go outside. Out here, yeah. Right. And one of the hottest days of the summer. 
Damn. Uh, and I was walking around downtown. This is when the uh, Greek town casinos and shit had just opened up. Yep. And I would go in there because they got air conditioning, but I wasn't 21, so I couldn't, couldn't go, go in, 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 yeah. in. You was at like the Cold Stone. Yeah. And no, I wasn't even out there uh, back yeah. then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But finally, we go back in about three o'clock or something. Then it was like, all right, y'all can go. Damn. Never been called back. I've been, a, I'm 39 years old. Yeah. I've been a registered voter. I've been called for jury duty yeah. one time in 20 fucking years. Yeah. And I've been a registered voter Fam. with a with an active driver's license, the whole nine yards. How the fuck? And think about that. In 20 years. In Detroit. Or Wayne, Wayne County, County. Wayne County. In Wayne County, in 20 years, black male. Who the fuck else going to jail in Wayne County in the last 20 years? Probably a lot of black men, right? So who would your peers be? How come I ain't never been called? I've only been called once in Michigan, twice in Georgia. In Georgia, I avoided it because I presented my Michigan license and said I no longer live in Atlanta. I did. Um, and then in Michigan, I did the same thing, vice versa. Oh, I don't live in Michigan anymore. My Atlanta license was still um, active. So yeah. I just presented that, and they was like, oh, shit, our bad. And then you get checked off the list. But... The fact that again, only once in Michigan in twenty years. Like, is it that many people? No. There's a trial every no. day, my nigga. No. Like how come I how come no. I haven't been called, man? Man. Cause they don't care. We're not their peers. We are the peers of most of the people that are going to fucking jail in Wayne County. But they not calling it because we ain't who they want in juries, bro. They don't want us as a juror. Well, kick me off. D no, they don't even want to see you. Disqualify me, but no. damn. They don't even want to see you. They don't even want you to come down there, bro. Oh, that gotta be that gotta be against the rules somehow. They don't bro. want you to come down there. I we sit, me and you we, sitting here. Why do we always act like no? I don't want to go to jury duty because of what? Why not? We Man. cry about this fucking system so fucking much. Yeah. But it's like no, nah, nigga, we ain't going to jury. When you a kid, I get it. Yeah. Because you've been told that jury duty is such a bad thing. I mean, shit, it's a paid day and a free lunch, depending on how long you're down there. Shit, go take it. I ain't take it because both of the times that they called me, when they called me in Georgia, I was home for the holidays. When they called me in Michigan, I think something had just happened. I might have just got out of fucking jail. It was something that I was like, all right, I need to pull my license out and like play that trick I played in Georgia because I don't want to go down there. I think but, I might have just got out of jail. But it's like. Either way. If you if you got a job, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, you can't be fired for not coming to work because no, no, of jury duty. No, no, that's duty. a. They um, legally have to let you go and be a jury. Uh, and it don't matter what's going on at your job, by the way. Yeah. Um. So, it, I mean, it's just one of those things where, yeah. like, we should be actively trying to participate in juries. Yeah. And I've never been caught. Very fucking odd that between the two of us, we've only been called once each. It don't in make Wayne sense. County. For our whole lives, we've been in Wayne County. <laughs> like, it makes zero sense. Our whole adult lives as voters, active voters since we was 18... We've only been called one time. You know, that's actually that's nuts. That's nuts. Shout out to the world, man. <laughs> like, I don't want to fuck it up for everybody, right? Yeah. Because some niggas don't want to go. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. Uh, but like, I think they should. Like, why the fuck you ain't calling niggas to go to jury? Yeah, that's. And then we'll. And then when the trial come, they well, you know they gonna get off. I I wonder why. Yeah, they literally aren't calling peers. They're not calling. The fucking young black Wayne County residents. Blackest largest city in, in the, the world. country. And I don't we don't get called a jury duty. Yeah. 
And they were like, well, y'all probably need And it ain't even... I mean, all right, I'm thinking Detroit. I was about to say, it ain't even a fucking million residents, but I was thinking specifically the city. But even in Wayne County, it ain't like we... Detroit got more... It's more people in... I bet you it's probably more people in Detroit than it is in... Outside of Wayne County, is there is there another million people? Mm, I don't fucking know. Probably not. Like, the majority of people in Wayne County are from Detroit. Are in Detroit, yeah. 700,000 yeah, you know are in Detroit. Nigga, so, the next four to 500,000 are in the other areas of Wayne County. So, um, all that to say, that's actually wild. That was like a... I hadn't even thought of that. Call me, my nigga. Like, I got that letter one time, dog. I literally was... I don't know that I was 25 yet. You'll get in trouble if you don't go. Matter of fact, I know why I was able to pull that. Because I literally wasn't here. I was in Atlanta. My mom called me and said, yo, you got a jury response or whatever. And I had to fax her the copy of my license from Atlanta to say, like, yeah, tell them niggas I don't let her. And that was it. And she was like, how you know it's going to work? I'm like, because I just did it in Georgia with my Michigan license. <laughs> and that was that. I've literally never been called again. And they know I'm registered here now. They know I live here now. They know my license here now. Call I'm me, back. Man. Call me for call me for trial. I've done mock trials. I've been paid to be a part yeah, of a I mock, did mock trial. trials in college, uh, which was cool. But like, what? I want the real one. Yeah, because I'm because the the state is gonna meet their burden of proof. I'm not putting nobody in jail in prison who might be innocent. Might nah, nigga. They I say if I take reasonable doubt very seriously. Sam, they say is if it's just a shadow of a doubt, not a whole doubt, nigga. But a, a doubt could be near, and there could be a shadow. Yep. You supposed to let the nigga go. Yep. How many times do you think niggas have gone to prison when there was a shadow of a doubt that they did it? Not uh, probably on, eight man. out of ten times that niggas have gone to prison. A it was reasonable a shadow of a doubt. doubt, fam. And like reasonable doubt, dog. That don't even like. I wish one. I wish things like um what was we just talking about uh uh um. The fucking lawyer that you get when you go. Public defender. The public defender. I wish they took that a little more serious. And some do. Let me not just throw them all in that bucket. Some are actually like about to pull a fucking hair out because they trying. Um, and oftentimes it's not the same public defender. You got a different one every time you get to court. And we yeah, keep passing this yeah, file. Niggas is throwing that file around and it get real ugly because... The one nigga who might have tried and might have found a, a loophole and might have. That you had a conversation yeah. with who believed you. Now that next week, even your dude, and you don't even know he been transferred or been put on another case or whatever. Um, but I wish some public defenders or more public defenders took that role seriously because it's like, yo, I get this whole yo, just strike a deal, get this shit off your fucking docket, get it out your off your plate. But like, dog, ninety seven percent of all uh, court proceedings end in a deal. Fam, the court system would literally shut down if everybody yeah, nigga stop taking deals. Go to trial, but half the reason niggas don't go to trial is because they aren't given bail, and they depending on where they are. And the I think like six times out of ten, you have to sit in a fucking county prison or county jail or prison. I heard the judge threaten my. It was like, listen, if you go to trial on something that you're guilty for, I'm not showing you no leniency when it comes to sentencing. Mm -hmm. What niggas? I've heard attorneys do that. Prosecutors do that where I you're not taking this deal. I'm offering you a fair deal for what you here's the thing. Ain't nothing fair about it's fair for what I'm being charged with. Not fair for what I actually it's not did. fair for what I did. I didn't commit a crime. If I didn't commit a crime, none of this is fair. But I've seen a prosecutor literally get mad at a nigga because he didn't take the deal and say, all right, we coming down with anything we got. 
It's like, damn, nigga, you went from offering me a deal to threats. That's like the nigga, the the uh, yeah, that nigga uh, who the judge who threatened the young man. It was a Zoom court. Mm. He was in a um, on a construction site. Yep. And he was like, yo, we do shirts and ties over here. He was like, he turned his camera like, I'm on a construction. I don't care what you on. Yeah. When you come in my courtroom, you got to have a shirt and tie or we'll send you down to Wayne County and Wayne County address you. Yeah, and well, you want Wayne County to address you? And another lady that was in there, she was like, man, that's bold. Like, nigga, we all zooming in from a home. It's not even a real court. Like, this is, he was like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> and then hung up. Like, so they tried to find out who, old girl did not know the defendant. Hey. Uh, she wasn't a part of the case. They have no idea why she was on there. Uh, she was just in the wrong yeah. Zoom court. And, and she the, a nigga. Though. The fucked up part is just like that one student in wherever in Oakland County that got fucking sent to juvie for missing Zoom school. You remember that shit last? It was like early yeah, yeah, last yeah, fall. Yeah, I do. And then a the little black girl in the all white school. I think she went to like Birmingham schools or some shit. Missed like two Zoom classes or however many. I don't care how many you missed. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot wrapped up. Yeah, it was place. like seven or nine like classes. She was, she it was, was a whole bunch of shit going on. She was at she was at home allegedly at home beating her mom and shit. But like at that. no mm-hmm. point should missing Zoom school. If the only reason I'm gonna let you out of actual jail. Is if you complete these classes and shit when, it, when you at home fucking your mama? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. Like, <laughs> like that mama, shit was just wild, dog. No, well, you gotta call the police because your kid is fucking you up. Yeah. And she was like young, like <laughs> like fight back. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> she wasn't even like 13. I don't think. Like, how did this shit work? It got weird. But all that to say, nigga, yeah. when that shit initially happened, it was yo. She missed Zoom class. She got sent to Juvie. What? That shit sound wild. It was like, nigga, how did we get here, dog? And then you, and you, then you got some of them details, and it was like, all right. Yeah, yeah, maybe, but, nigga, log on to Zoom. This all you got to do. Yeah, yeah, don't tie in my Zoom classes <laughs> with me beating up my mom. Oh, that's just wild. Shit. And that's a weird sentence. Shout out to my mom. Um, hey, hey, happy Mother's Day to all the listeners, by the way. Absolutely. Hope y'all kids keeping their hands off you. Anyway. Um, but as Ed said... All the real moms are dead. Or yeah, dead. all the good mothers either dead or in jail. Um, that's how we started the pod. That's how we're going to end it. Hey, um, before we wrap, well, we're going to wrap up Monster. Then before we wrap up the pod, I got something I want to talk about. It's unmovie related, but it's about our guy, Kevin Samuels. All right. So listen. Um, yeah, we're going to get to that. Um, I was so happy with this film. Because I did not know what the outcome was going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought he was going to be guilty. Because when they said not guilty, I was very fucking happy. I ain't going to lie. I thought he was going to be guilty because that's just how we always be. Yeah. I wanted a happy ending and I got one. Yeah. And technically the nigga was guilty because he did do this shit. I mean, the nigga, again, based on what the prosecutor had on him, I just think the prosecutor overcharged. Yeah, or he could he, he could have told the truth. I don't because if you would have told the truth, you're going to jail. But if he would have been like, yo, this nigga came to me, I was scared. He said, go in there, and if yeah. I don't, he fucking me up. And he was, and I got But then he's going to be a snitch. And I told him, wasn't nobody in there. But also. He's still tall. He didn't tell on his mans. When they, when they showed the scene that happened, ASAP didn't say, go in there and let us know if any. That nigga literally said, go in there and let us know if somebody in there. Yeah. And it's like, that ain't illegal, nigga. Hey, ain't nobody in there but the store owner. But 
after you do that, and then there's a robbery. When you hear about get a robbery killed, and a murder, you can't wait three weeks and be like, "No, nah, you need to go on and call the the people or stand tall and don't." But or be like, "Yeah, I was," but he said if I did something, I was he's gonna kill me hey. and my family. Or just be like, "Yo, they asked me to do that, and then I left. I didn't know, and nigga, I ain't know." And then when I found TV. Out, Hey. Man, I'm, not, I'm 17. Who watched the Man, news? Fam, what are you talking about? Fam, I'm a filmmaker. <laughs> like, um, and I, what's funny is I'm still making a film about the about nigga this. who did that. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of like, yeah. I'm trying to make a film on the thug nigga, and he did some thug shit, and it's gonna be good for my film. So I'm not gonna tell him. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of wild. He was <laughs> he was kind of involved. Yeah. Um, but in a very like light way. I'm glad he came home. Dog. I'm glad he got off. I'm glad he came oh, home. Oh, 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 oh. This is what I meant. So to that's ask the you. black trauma that I hate yeah. is when we don't come home and when it ends and it ain't happy. This the question I was gonna ask you. What's happening? What do you think about the difference is when he when his father came uh-huh. to see him in, in in prison, um, how he talked to him, and then when his mom came. Like he seemed frustrated with mom. So it was actually even before that, it's the scene where uh maybe it was before that, I can't remember now. But similar when he called his dad. You remember when he when he got phone checked? Mm-hmm. He called his dad, talked to him for a few minutes, got phone checked, and then when Pops got in the car, Jennifer Hudson said, Mom say, Oh, who was that? Dad was like, Oh yeah, work. He didn't even tell her. Cause one, I don't want you worrying. I don't want you worrying. If I tell you what I heard. Yeah, because some nigga just came up mad aggressive, yeah. and that nigga Steve wasn't on the phone no more. But thinking too, when mom came to visit him versus dad coming to visit him, I think kind of similarly. Like he did seem a little agitated with mom, but I don't know if that's agitated with her or I don't want her seeing me in these. You know what I'm saying? Like she, you had me reading Bible verses and around these. These niggas like And you, know, you almost got me in trouble trying to hand me that Bible, nigga. Yeah, Back like, that up. And here, them niggas looking at me. One, y'all don't need no extra ammo. Uh, yeah. And these niggas are way bigger and, than you. Um, whenever they want to do yeah. with you, they can. Yeah. And then it's just you, like you believing in God is not what's gonna push them over the edge. I, I think you just hit it on the head though. I, mom, I don't need you coming in here softening me. Yeah. Don't soften me. And because you're in here softening me, now I have to look not necessarily irritated, yeah. but I got to look extra hard yeah. around you. Now I, I can't be, be so wrapped up yeah, in you. Yeah. I got to be demonstrative. I got to do all that yeah. shit because these niggas can't see me softened and crying and getting this nurturing love from my mom that I really want. Because now they're going to use it. Oh, nigga, your mom ain't here to save you, huh, nigga? With your bitch ass, yeah. nigga. Oh, man. That's like the scariest shit ever, dog. Shout out to Nas again who came through. Um and that last meeting he yeah, had, yeah. gave him some food. Like yeah. he gonna say thank you, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> like show like, me a little respect and like yo, eat, nigga. nigga. <laughs> they don't know you. All you got is what you tell them. Yeah. And um, I was just giving them gems, dog. Um, it, I. So it's like I I I really did enjoy this film, but it's a lot of the and maybe this is just me. I love any show about prison life or like jail like i just i love them all nigga Oz, whatever it was so much happening behind the wall that i would have liked them to show more of but again they took more of the courtroom drama route than anything than a prison show which i'm not mad at i i don't need to necessarily see a 17 year old get acclimated to prison man i'm so spoiled 
I want 13 hours of everything. <laughs> I want series of everything. Hey, man. Like, because I, I really like, again, and this is based on the the acting, the script, like just how it flowed well, too. This is a very good three part miniseries. Fam, I would not have hated to see more of him and Nas. Like, Nas really becoming this nigga OG in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, him really getting his respect, him really getting, like, not comfortable but just acclimated to to all of that like i you got g checked on the phone you got g checked in the shower you got your food stolen nigga normally when that's happening it picks up and niggas start now you become food in that bitch that's the beginning of you being food now granted we know you white end up boys getting off. looking at you and shit man don't don't let the racist white boy group the, the nazi niggas look at you okay now i gotta deal with the aryan brotherhood Got the niggas looking at me like fools. How's that even a thing in prison if we outnumber? Fam. Like, how's that a thing? It's similar to how, like, Crips start beefing with other Crip gang. All that shit behind the wall. Hey, nigga, do you sell something? What you sell? Like, no, once they like, figure out the currency, we not beefing no more, though. No, I'm saying, like, this this white area yeah, yeah. shit. No, like, that's y'all don't make up the populations of prison. We in there, but it ain't beef because nigga, they might got a currency that we using behind here. Like a lot of niggas get real fucking friendly when a hey, nigga whatever they sell over there. Them the niggas with cigarettes. Them the niggas with the liquor. Whatever the fuck, the moonshine. We getting it all in behind here. So you know what? He racist as fuck and call me a nigga every time I go pick up some shit. But we getting money behind here. I hate it. I don't like it. All in all, man, I'm good happy fucking movie, man. that uh, like I felt like it had a good ending because he actually came home. Yeah. And everything his mom told him was true. Like, you still going to be this. You still yep. going to do this. You going to still go to school. I'm happy, man, that he yeah. came home. Yeah, man, because he also came home like not guilty. You do get your life back there. Like, you ain't do no time. They literally found you unassociated, unaffiliated with this crime, nigga. Not guilty. Y'all can't try me again. Mm -mm. This is over, nigga. Double Jeopardy exists. So now I'm about to go back to school. I'm about to get my girl back. Now she know I'm a motherfucking thug. That's finna give me some pussy. And then I'm going to college. And guess what? Everything I write in college is finna be about this experience, nigga. I don't have a dissertation or a thesis being written that ain't about this. I'm going to fucking Yale, nigga. Bye. That nigga should drop that uh, video on my man who actually Whoa. did that shit <laughs> and get that shit to his professor. You owe that nigga your life. Man, nigga, I, I laugh too. Oh, uh, you're surprised on him. She's like, surprise. I'm <laughs> like, um, John David snitched quick. <laughs> nigga took the deal early in the trial. Goddamn. And ASAP got mad as shit. I was like, ASAP, all right. I know that. Uh, <laughs> and then Bobo got you, my nigga. <laughs> Your skinny ass ain't be. You knew you had security there. <laughs> What's crazy, though, is uh, dude stood tall. He ain't tell. Nah. And, and, nah. and he kept looking at him. He ain't tell. Mm -mm. He ain't said a motherfucking thing, dog. I think that um, acquaintance shit bothered him a little bit because being the fucking narcissist that ASAP's character was, no, nah, nigga, I really was your friend. Like, really? I looked out for you. Like, he wanted to, again, he's a fucking manipulating ass nigga. And dog. apparently he wears his coochie sweater every single day. Yeah, with no shirt under it. And hoops. Just open. Hoops and coochie. And hoops with the coochie sweater on, which is cool, if that's what you do. I, hey, who am I, man? Monster, Netflix, check it out. Easily the best of the three uh, joints that we reviewed, man. I My favorite 
And um, I don't necessarily, ain't going to say that I'm happy about how this was marketed because I don't feel like a lot of people knew what the fuck we was talking about when we posted it because niggas was hitting me like, what's that on? I'm like, nigga, it's on one of three things. And I'm like, nigga, say Netflix in the corner of the fucking thing. But whatever, dog. Um, go check it out if you haven't. It's currently number seven on Netflix today, um, which means that it had a good-ass weekend because it was a lot of non-monster type shit over the weekend. So for that to come in strong at number seven on Monday morning, I mean, a lot of y'all been streaming. So continue to stream and help it get us numbers up. And uh, yeah, man, look out for, for Dog, the main dude that plays Steve Herman. He he coming, man. Yeah. He in that crop. All right, man. What'd you say you got? Last thing I wanted to talk about. So these Kevin Samuels picks that have come out over the last few weeks, <laughs> spicy looking picks, mm-hmm. you know, kind of making some, some, Different kind of face. Is he wearing some different kind of clothes in some of these pictures, dog? I don't like what I'm seeing from black women in response to these pics. Are there are they attacking him and trying to call him gay? They're as a, discrediting him because he's because these pics look gay. And I so they weaponizing and gayness? They are weaponizing his potential homosexuality that he denies specifically that he denied he's been married to women i think two women before he says said the gym every straight time up, he not gay he said he said this is what women do yep. when you call them out the first thing they do is call you they say you gay which we see on the internet every single day yeah. now granted i mean i'm not here looking like kevin Samuels <laughs> though hey, but. and here's the thing yo whether the nigga is gay or not it doesn't invalidate everything he says um but I have seen so many women, black women, because white women don't know who the fuck Kevin Samuels is, literally posting these spicy pictures and being like, see, see, told y'all. Is this y'all king? I knew it made sense. Oh, it all makes sense now. And I'm like, yo. Have you ever seen a man post a picture of a woman that may not be in her best light and then him get attacked for it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Serena Williams just happened. And what was funny, I saw two dudes post that pic of her. I saw 30 million women post that pic of her and clown her makeup and clown her makeup artists, clown everybody. The Say two she dudes, got her skin bleached. Yep. Oh, man, they was accusing her of all kind of shit. Fam, she had a bad makeup day. Like, it's a shitty it, makeup. It's fam, not, it's not her, skin bleached, my nigga. Nigga, if she was bleaching her skin, they missed her arms and legs. Because her motherfucking arms and legs was as brown as me on that day. But... The two dudes that I saw post that shit in Clowner, oh, nigga, them comments. Whoa. Sounds like Kevin Sims, right? Oh, man, they was going in. They hey, was going in. Zero accountability. <laughs> and I was, But again, so the whole Kevin Sam, yes, sometimes the nigga be wilding. But guess what? You know who be wilding? Everybody. You know who be wilding? Who be wilding? Ayanna Van Zandt. Ayanna Van Zandt is the wildest motherfucker. DMX sued her. Think about this. DMX, rest in peace, Earl Simmons. We love you. Album coming out in a few weeks. DMX sued Ian Van Zandt because he said that bullshit she told him actually fucked his family up even more, <laughs> nigga. What I mean by she be wilding But she be wilding. When she gives her critique, it's not nice. Fam, it's, she be smacking the table. She be yelling. It be rude. It be mean. It yep. be condescending. But it's funny. To some people, because it's coming from her. Mm-hmm. But when Kevin is rude, demeaning, or entertaining, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe you talking to women that way. And but it's so, thing. 
I don't like when people also ignore uh, when you be like, yo, he be talking to dudes like that too. And then you give him that and they be like, no, nah, but fuck that. No, nigga. He literally, he talked the same. And again, I'm not here to fucking tell you that nigga tone is the greatest fucking tone when he delivers information. I'm saying some you know shit he says. A, you know who else got a bad tone? Who that? Um, Gordon Ramsay. Oh, man. Made a whole show about yelling at people. Uh, Simon Cowell. Man, made a whole career of yelling at people. So the white man can tell you. The white man can yell at you. The black man, man. White man yelled at Jennifer Hudson until she got a fucking uh, acting <laughs> job, nigga. <laughs> black man yell at you, he gay. I'm just saying. Real bro. talk, though, bro. I, I was disturbed. And again, I was in the hospital during when them pictures started leaking or coming out. I ain't even going to say leak. They was just coming out, nigga, on the internet. Which just look wild. They, <laughs> and all the pictures of Kevin Samuels look wild. I ain't here to debate that nigga's sexuality or not. Yeah. That shit don't matter to me. Nigga look wild, though. Because <laughs> sometimes you got to say the nigga look wild. Dog. Facts, facts. <laughs> but the amount of women that I saw... Saying, up, oh, told y'all, or is this y'all king, or all that. Nigga, they were saying the same shit. Our timeline looked the same. And the reason I say that's unfortunate because sometimes I see different opinions on, from people on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, women on mm-hmm. Twitter who be bashing men and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, and then a nigga up or pick and be like, oh, I see why. Yeah. Because she can't get a man because yeah. she looks like this. And it's, oh my God, why are you attacking man. this? Because you now, nah, so you mean to tell me based man. on her? I'm like, yo, this shit worked both ways. But then Kevin Samuels up a pick both where ways. he looks spicy, <laughs> where he worked both ways. And uh, all of a sudden, it's, oh yeah, now I see why that nigga does that. Because he want all the men. That's why he yell at all the women. Fam, really? That him potentially looking or being gay or whatever invalidates everything he ever said, takes away any accountability of any of the people he've ever spoken to. Y'all just got to figure out, Fam. is it okay or not okay to be gay? But which here's one the thing. It? Because y'all want, y'all recognize it when it's to your benefit, but then it's like, but then if y'all you defended. don't, if men don't accept yeah. gay man for whatever reason, it's, oh my God, or trans, whatever Fam. the thing is, it's like, Y'all better do this. Black is black and this and Dog, this. And- y'all know Ant ain't never gave a fuck about nobody's sexuality. I'm here for whoever to live however the fuck they want to be. Live freely. Live your fucking life. Y'all know be I don't free, care. Be free, Mr. C. Be, be free. free. <laughs> Nigga, you are the only other person I know who knows that besides me, you, and Charlemagne, dog. I'm so happy you did that, bro. No, I've literally had to send niggas to YouTube of that scene. Be free, Mr. Mr. C. C be, be free. free. And, nigga, hey, if Kevin Samuels live in life, be, be free, free, Kevin Samuels, be free. Nigga, I Got just want want you to fucking be free. We got a whole bunch of names in this episode. Yeah, this episode is full. (laughs) Um, But I I really do want women to decide, like, yo, is that your gay bestie or is that nigga... Do you look at that nigga weird? Yeah, or is everything he says about women invalid because he dates men? Like, figure it out and then help me understand as a black man... Or women who mm. get advice from women... You date men, so your shit is invalid. Because, yo, I promise you the first thing I thought was, well, if he do like men, wouldn't that make his shit more valid, nigga? Like, he know niggas from that side, too, nigga. I don't fucking... Just stop fucking clowning niggas or trying to weaponize... Here's two things women got to chill on. Stop trying to weaponize black men being gay 
and making that like that's some evil shit. Let these men, y'all want to know why your fucking sons is hiding shit till they 25 and live on their own. Because soon as you say they fucking gay, y'all niggas is fucking demonizing them. Stop doing that. And also, stop, stop when... Uh, Soon as a nigga, y'all break up. All of a sudden, that nigga dick little. Stop it. It's Stop only it. two things that women will That's, say to a man: you gay or you got a small else. dick. Yo, dick little or you gay. And guess what? I don't give a fuck about neither one, nigga. You ain't moving me about neither one. So, fam, that's the go-to. Fam, there, there is nothing else. But that shit, like, because uh, here's where they where they hypocrites on the gay shit. We just went through why they hypocrites. Then on the dick little shit, hey. Most of y'all saying that shit ain't hey. got a B cup to your name, fam. Hey. You can't unfuck me. So no. <laughs> you can't. And you can't unsuck that little dick. And what's so funny, I see that tweet all the time. You can't unfuck me. And what's so funny, or you can't on Twitter, on, it. on Reddit, it. it be like, you can't unfuck me, or it say, it retweet say, still fuck though. Like, I mean, <laughs> and that's the thing, fam. Little dick or all, you was in love. <laughs> you was so in love that you had to make this hurt ass status. This post. Like, stop saying La- that shit. Last week, it, w- w- it was the motion in the ocean. <laughs> man, man. So, no, man. Real real life, though, dog. I want women. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> I, I really do. And we probably going to get shit for saying this. Hey, and guess what? Fuck. I don't give a fuck. Because y'all got to stop doing that shit. It's gay black dudes out here who really see that shit. And look, I saw it. So, it's a cat I know. Who's openly gay. That nigga ain't never hidden the fact that he was gay since I known him. I know niggas since I was like 13. This nigga was on a couple women posts like Fuck this how you No, he literally was G checking. And I was like, thank you, nigga. I ain't gonna say his name. But I was like, thank you, nigga, cause damn, that's kind of disrespectful to be like, oh, y'all get this who y'all getting advice from? That's like a white friend be like, yeah, but he black though. Fam. This shit is real life hypocritical. Oh, dog. y'all taking math advice from the black guy. <laughs> this, <laughs> we, we know they can't count. This is who you get your math advice from. <laughs> oh, this is who you have your your English AP. This is class? your tutor. <laughs> <laughs> the black guy. Look at that black guy. Real life, dog. That's really how niggas sound. Like y'all gotta chill on on attacking motherfuckers because they gay or feeling like a retort to somebody's disagreement with whatever the fuck you believe oh he must be gay nigga i seen some shit the other day like uh nigga spend more time with his homeboys than his girl must and then it was a picture of um what was the meme it was like when when your boyfriend spend more time with his homeboys than he do with you and the girl is the dude is asleep and the girl looking down the back of his drawers checking his ass uh, i seen that shit so I like, seen on, that. Like, we got we got to stop that shit because check this out though. This what pissed me off. It was it was the irony of these two posts being back to back in this girl's story. It was that meme, and the very next meme is her and her girls in a hotel room twerking. It's literally her and like six girls twerking in a hotel room for girls, somebody's birthday. Girls is the gayest niggas I've ever seen. Fam. In my life. and y'all go on so many trips together. Y'all, have, y'all, y'all, y'all. When you and your but home, everything we do gay. When you and your homegirl go grab something to eat, y'all call it a date. That's not Man. a fucking date. Fam. Like, have we forgot what a date is? Fam, they so fucking girl, 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 they didn't create a Galentine's Day. So they can go out with their girls for Valentine's Day. God damn, y'all don't go out enough on a rego? Listen, this is proving Kevin Seven was right. Huh. Huh. Well, he's like, there has been a, a there has been a, a concerted effort to separate, to eliminate men, to separate men and women, to it, eliminate women. I mean, eliminate men and have women just be themselves. Yeah. And that's what it's about. It's about me, me, me. 
because men ain't shit. Hey. So it's going to be about me. And I think that shit is destructive into the black race. Fam, I literally just saw my homegirl post on her fucking uh, Instagram. Just a cool ass girl with big dick energy. Nigga, what? You know what? What do that even mean? My fallopian tube energy is off the off the, no, off the my meter. My fallopian energy is crazy. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Because I identify yeah. with this fallopian tube energy, okay? We might got to flip a coin on episode names, Because <laughs> fallopian energy is is really blowing my mind right now, dog. Like, like y'all be killing. What the fuck dog, is y'all talking just about? Just a cool ass girl with big dick energy. My nigga, I read that and was like, my literally my first thought when I saw that. I said... What nigga wants that? Nigga. But then when you say that, they're going to be like, I don't do this for no nigga. Da, 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 da. I get it. Whoa. You may not do it for a nigga, but the men, what do the men want out yeah. of the woman? Because guess what? If I, a man, heterosexual as fuck, wanted a girl with big dick energy. I wouldn't want him <laughs> no I, more. <laughs> I wouldn't be heterosexual as fuck. And then I'd be getting clowned by girls for being gay. God damn it. I can't win. It's not lost on me why niggas don't like Kevin Samuels. No, not at all. I watch it. I'm subscribed to YouTube channel. He's an asshole, but I'm an asshole, so I get it. And I watch it, and then sometimes you you can go catch me in the comment hoeing him. Yeah. Like yo, nigga, you a lot just, of times he be doing too much. Like you doing too much. You 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 arguing for the you arguing yeah. with niggas who agree with you sometimes. Like you know, what <laughs> he I'm really does that. A lot. He like, been doing that a lot more recently too. Like, I'm like nigga, she trying to agree with you, my nigga. Uh, <laughs> I'm like fam, she got on here and said, "Hi, Kevin." <laughs> and nigga, hey, yo, dumbass. They'll <laughs> be like, damn, <laughs> what? You know. What so saying? this is not the I, defend Kevin Samuel show. This is I, I watch because I like I, 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 I like watching niggas debate. 100% because I learned nigga that's your life you I, love watching debates bro because like you learn people's style and you learn yeah. how to spot like I know his debate yeah, yeah. I know his style and I know how to defeat him if yep. if you was the right yep. one to go on there like you could defeat him 100% on, and he does the same thing each time and there's he like tell. he got like certain flaws that like if you was paying it to, like yeah. fam, there's a way to defeat this 100%. you know what I'm saying but at the end of the day it's just basically saying like, look, men and women think differently, right? Mm-hmm. And what women think, some, 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 what, what some things that women think men want, like men don't want, we don't care about. At all. Um, and at some point, because men control if y'all get married or not, <laughs> like you should probably like, you know. And here's the thing. We, we're at the point in life where even you saying that, the response is going to be, who says I want to marry you? Or who says I'm looking to get married at all? Maybe you aren't. And then, then there's a that's when he hit the button with the hey. by dog. Like, but, and, and here's the thing. Maybe you aren't. I know everybody ain't out here looking to get married and have families and all that shit. I know. Me? Fam, here's the fucked up part to, to the point about men being eliminated. Well, I want to be married. So, yeah. Um, Fam, if you're not, don't leave, leave me alone. To oh, the no. point of men being eliminated, I've literally sat with a billion different women friends, like friends in Atlanta, friends in Detroit, friends in Chicago, who have all said they don't plan on getting married, but they're going to have a kid. Yeah, and that's, that's a no for me. And it's like, damn, nigga. Like, you just totally said, fuck whatever nigga gives you the kid. Like... You just saying, fuck your kid, though. Fuck whatever relationship they want to have with their dad, nigga. Fuck seeing a two-parent household and all that. You literally just said, nigga, I don't plan on getting married, but I'm going to have a kid. Like, as an adult, right? Damn. As an adult, uh, educated educated person, uh, educated woman, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm assuming, 
like I've known you've seen the statistics and the data that shows a stark difference between um, a child growing up with two parents in a home no. and a child growing up with a single parent. That's not that's not to say that if there's only one, then it will not work enough shit yeah. like that. But you've seen the and overwhelming data, right? Definitely not to say that a lot of the fucking women that we know couldn't raise a child on their own. We know y'all can. Could you and should you is two different but things. damn, why would you <laughs> want to? Why would that be the aim? Like, I've heard women say that from the rip. I don't plan to get married, but I'm going to have a child. That's so... That's Nigga. Like a... a, a, a a child you ain't gonna try needs that masculine and feminine energy man. consistently. Man. And then when motherfuckers is out here getting bullied and getting this, and they don't know how to come tell you or they don't know how to come get advice from you, cause you ain't never been through that. Cause guess what? Your daughter need that masculine energy to see what this man should be treating her like, how this man should fucking mold her and just be a again, masculine energy. Your son need that masculine energy for so many different fucking reasons. The son need the masculine and the feminine. Facts. He need every, and that's what I'm saying. The feminine is known. We know that they need that. But like, why is it so easy just to fucking remove the masculine energy and just say we can do this without that? Like, God damn, dog. So all that to say, stop clowning niggas for being gay. Stop invalidating niggas for potentially being gay. Stop fucking being hypocritical when y'all discuss gay shit. Because when you talk about potentially gay black men, y'all clowning on the internet. That's what y'all use as a weapon against black men, period. You call them gay. That's, it's like a white person calling you a nigger because they know that's going to set you off. They know it's disrespectful. It's like a man calling a woman a bitch. I know this is the most disrespectful shit I could say. So when I go to it, I'm doing it intentionally to disrespect you. Because when you think of a man, you think of masculinity. Yeah. And then when you call him the opposite of that, when you, you think know it's a black you. man. The same way we was just saying when the fucking uh, courts look at a black man, they see a monster. When these jurors look at a black man, they see a monster. When a black woman sees a black man, you think of masculinity. So you think the opposite of that, to disrespect that man is to call a man gay. And now you've just weaponized the homosexuality for the actual black men that are out here trying to live their fucking gay best life. Shit is wild, man. Shit is wild as fuck. And, nigga, it's like, it's wild when you think about it. Because it's like, dog, it's masculine gay men. Like, these niggas ain't instantly feminine. You know what I'm saying? Like, if feminine, I, I just, I don't like that. And I don't like that being the instant response from black women when debating or having disagreements with black men. I don't like that we immediately go there the same way I don't like that niggas will or have immediately called a woman a bitch, a black woman a bitch, in defense of whatever the fuck their point is when they argue. Fam, why you go there immediately? Because you ran out of smart shit to say. I'm not going to respond with logic. I'm going to yeah, respond with emotion. Emotion. And now you're just trying to hurt feelings, dog. And that comes from the feminine... Man, man, you want to need some black fucking masculinity in that moment. Anyway, man, hey, I just wanted to have that combo real quick because I saw the Kevin Samuels combos happening so much. They were happening within um, the This Week in Culture Facebook group. I saw niggas posting this pic, and it was the same. Is this your king? Is that, oh, this who y'all getting advice from? And it's just like, damn, dog, y'all really hate black men and gay black men. But y'all best friends with them. And y'all have babies with them. So you can't hate heterosexual and homosexual black men, but then befriend them and have children with them, respectively. Hey, whatever, man. I don't know. That was a quick little bar fest for y'all. Um, look, we got the shy coming up in a couple of weeks. We'll probably be back in here before then. 
is anything coming out like soon that we looking forward to? Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels dropping a movie on uh, 528. <laughs> hey, man. Um, I'm actually about to spend the rest of my night on Twitter and Instagram trying to see if I can get to the bottom of why they haven't released Candyman. So I'm about to go tag a lot of people. Watched. I'm about to tag a lot of people because this is not Fast and the Furious. Y'all weren't expecting to make $2 billion from this film that y'all couldn't have released this to streaming, nigga. Like, this shit could have been dropped. They gonna wait till next summer or some shit. Yeah, by then, Cabrini Green gonna be back up. Nigga, it's, it's over, dog. How many years since the first Candyman? Uh, shit, that was like 90, 91. So we talking the whole 20, bro. They gonna wait to the 25th anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck it. Y'all forgot about this one, ain't y'all? Bow! How we going? Oh, now, man. Yeah, they, they gotta... I don't, I don't know. I thought about it um, earlier because me and Shorty was talking over the weekend, and we was just talking about, like, films that are expected to be released and shit that was supposed to come out that never did because of COVID. And I'm like, man, that I, ain't an excuse no more, dog. I've seen the trailer for two different black cop movies that I've been seeing trailers for for like two years. Like, mm. drop these shits already. Yeah, just put it out, bro. Like, it, nothing. So here's the thing. In music, we know that a lot of people haven't released music because you can't tour shit right now, right? Not a full tour. Um, So a lot of niggas, like major artists, aren't dropping their albums because, bitch, when I put that out, I got to come full board, nigga. We got to do the whole thing to make the money. But with films, like the music industry, even though they haven't clearly defined like streams and all that shit, that's still like debatable. They at least have something set up with the movie and film industry. It's like, fam, just put it out. Like, so I think, so I watched, I told you I watched the Nobody movie. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that shit and I seen it was $20. And then I had to scroll back in our text thread to find that. that to the link. <laughs> something like, so like all things being equal, $20 is not a bad price for a movie. Nope. Nope. But it, it hit different when I'm at the crib by myself and I'm about to pay $20 to watch this movie. It just seemed like a lot. I yeah. think they got to I think they got to drop that price and I think more people will buy the movie if it wasn't $20. I know that's wild yeah. because a movie ticket is normally Yeah, you spending 20 to 30 depending on the time of day. Yeah. Um but and if, if a regular rental Yeah. is 3.99 to 6.99. Yeah. Alright, man, make this 9.99 no rental. It's nineteen ninety nine for a new like in theaters film, and and they did that. So when COVID first hit and quarantine happened, um, it was the movie Knives Out, great fucking movie, Invisible Man, okay fucking movie, and I can't remember the third one, but it was three like supposed to make money movies that were coming out. Um, Invisible Man had been out for a week and a half before quarantine but they made all three of these movies available to rent and stream for 24 hours and they made them streamable for 1999 now people did that but clearly niggas ain't make as much money because it's the internet right you can find all this shit streamable for free um if you don't want to pay the 20 bones but a lot of people had the same sentiment that uh, jay just brought up like yeah i'm not really about renting this movie for 20 bucks when I could find it for free or when every other non-in theater movies is available to rent for $3.99, nigga. So I do think they probably need to revisit that, but it's like every film that should be coming out except for your big blockbuster movie, I know they're not going to release. And even Fast and the Furious is coming out later this year. Like, they're dropping it. I also think 
that it there isn't a clear winner defined of where people are watching things are at. Yeah. And I think that's it's, it's become hard because like I know I watch all my shit through Apple TV. Apple TV. Um, but I know some people who don't. And see, I typically when I'm renting um in theaters movies, I get them in Prime. Because for me, at home at least, it's easier for me to get on Prime. I can go to Prime right through my fucking remote yeah. for Comcast. But when I'm at my girl crib, Apple TV, we already set up, we hooked up, we in there already. Yeah. So it's easier to go to. But And like depending on like so now the newer Samsung's TVs have Apple TV in the built yeah. into the yep. thing. So it's like So you don't need the box. The box to to go to it. And I'm like But like I don't or is in demand or on demand? Is that like I don't know that So with on demand, a lot of these shits, these in theater movies aren't available. Yeah, that's, that's they, the problem. They've been coming to specifically Apple TV, Prime Video, and um, what's the non Google Play? Hmm. And you could rent these in theater joints there. Other than that, you had to go to fucking. I also got some shit that's on my TV that you can rent. Yeah, yeah. But like, I don't think there's been a defined winner. Yeah. In a space because it's hard to promo if it's everywhere. And then, where would I promo it? I'm also looking at it like, yo, I don't see why more niggas didn't go the Issa route when she sold her movie to Netflix last summer. And I know it got more streams on Netflix than it would have made money in fucking theaters. Yeah. Um, sell that shit to Apple. Fam, sell, sell it to Netflix. Sell, sell it the to, rights. Like, sell the rights. Get your money up front. Recoup what you can. And then get the rest in streams, dog. Yeah. HBO Max. You know what I'm saying? Like, they doing all that shit, man. It's yo, just, and even with the HBO Max model. They kind of losing on the, it's only available 30 days, and then it go to theaters. And here's why I say they losing, because damn, nigga, like, for instance, I had no intention on really watching this movie, so I wasn't mad, but the two weeks I was in the hospital was the last two weeks that fucking, uh, the King Kong Godzilla movie was on HBO Max. Yeah, I still haven't watched it. I wasn't going to watch it, but then when it was like, all right, when I got home and I got comfortable and now I'm just watching shit. Oh shit, that's gone. So y'all think niggas gonna wait like a month and then go to the movies and watch it? Yeah, like fam, if I didn't watch it from the comfort of my own home within 30 days, I'm never going to the theater. So how about you leave it on this app that I pay every month for? And then if it go to theaters and niggas want to see it there, they had an option too. But the movie industry got to figure this out because nigga, I don't know if they heard COVID is here. And it's not going nowhere. It's just reforming and reshaping and... Every city and state is different. They all open differently. We all active differently. Like my mom and, and my pops is down in Atlanta right now. They live in their motherfucking life in Atlanta right now. But Atlanta is moving differently than they are in Detroit. So when they come back up here, they not going out to eat. They not going to the movies. They not doing none of the shit they have access to in Atlanta. Because up here, mm, we got to move a little more carefully because Michigan got the highest cases in the fucking world. I think I need enough money to be a snowbird. <laughs> Yeah. That'll do it. I mean, yeah, how much that... Dip, and, you know, half the year I stay in Florida, half the year I come back to yeah. Detroit when it's warm. And just get you a little crib. And here's the thing, man. You get you a little nice little beach house or something. It ain't even got to be no crazy shit. Just got to be in Florida. <laughs> like, it ain't got to be the coldest crib ever. Arizona. Well, I don't want to do no rattlesnakes or no scorpions. Sedona, Arizona is nice, though, man. That's a nice-ass city, dog. But... All that said, man, movie industry got to figure it out. Film industry got to figure it out. We got to figure out how to keep producing new content. Um, and I, I appreciate movies like Monster, which was filmed in 2018, coming out. 
I ain't never heard of this shit before now. I ain't know about it in 2018. But it's like, yo, we we need new content and we got to keep this shit going, bro. If I'm putting a movie out, it's going to be on Netflix, Amazon Prime, or HBO Max. or like Easy. Easy money. Or, or, I, or what else? What are you doing? Where else would it go? Nigga, why would it not be Hulu, here, bro? maybe? Maybe Hulu. Maybe Hulu. Like, I watch a Hulu movie every once in a while. Hulu got some really good documentaries. Um, I got on a doc. That's why I haven't watched a lot of shows and movies. I've been on a documentary kick. I, bought, I, I got a subscription to uh, Curiosity Stream mm. and Nebula. You get both of them at the same time. One of my tech people started it. Yeah. But, like, Curiosity Stream... Um, I think I paid for like the year for like twenty five bucks or some shit. Damn, or two years for like twenty five dollars. But it's full of documentaries. That's Dope. the only thing it does. That fam, I've been ultra smart shit. And then, um, um the Nebula is kind of like where all the YouTubers um put the extended content, so they don't have to worry about watch rates and ads and and shit like okay. that. So okay, uh, that shit is 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 good. Um, speaking of uh. Shit that I've been watching recently, talking about documentaries. Um, Generation Hustle on HBO Max. It's 10 episodes. Each one is about basically a, a new millennial type scammer. Um, TJX6 in there? Yeah, he's episode 10. That's crazy. Episode 10. And I'm going to tell you why I didn't like his episode. Because the other nine are these white built Nigga, WeWork, Fire Festival. It's them level. Like, nigga, hundreds of millions and billions. And then episode 10, the finale, the black, the only person who was black on all 10 of these, the rapper. I just didn't like it. I didn't like the presentation. Because yeah, it looked man. really wild going one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. White, 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 white. Black nigga is a rapper from Detroit who scammed uh, cards and rapped about it. Scammed a lot. They got into detail on there too. He like on there. Um, yeah, they like got into about, detail. Like that's when you said a scam. Like that's yeah. the first name yeah. I could think of. Yep, he's on there. He's episode ten. He's the finale. The finale of Generation Hustle. Um, the WeWork one. That's the new drug. Is really good. That mm-hmm. WeWork nigga was getting off. By saying nothing, but he said a lot of nothing, nigga. and they were handing him billions of dollars. Nigga wrote him a check for three billion. Like here, nigga, here, getting off. And then I already told y'all I'm obsessed with the fire festival. I think that's the greatest scam ever. That shit was beautiful, dog. Was it a scam or did niggas just not buy in all the way? No, no, no. I don't even think it was a scam. I think he did a bad job of planning. I'm gonna tell you why. Because the nigga created watch none of that shit. The nigga, oh my god, watch the one on Netflix. The one on Hulu is good as hell, too, and it goes into more detail. But the niggas said, yo, here's this Fire app. Me and Ja Rule putting it together. It started out as a brilliant idea for a tech app. Put this app together. It'll make uh, it easy to book entertainers. Nigga, you book them from the app. You go there. You click it. They're available for your date. You pay them. Done deal. Nigga, contract signed. Them niggas will be at your bar mitzvah. And then the nigga went and filmed a fucking basically an ad for the app and was like, yo, nigga, we should do a festival. And then said, yo, we should do the festival in April. And it was January. If that nigga would have just gave himself a year to do it, he'd have pulled off the greatest festival of all time. That app might actually blew up. But nigga trying to do that shit in four months when every one of the niggas who was involved in festival planning was like, yeah, someone this scale probably take about 18 months to put together minimum. Trying to do it in four Nigga, and so where he where his genius came though, 
every time he ran out of money and they needed to pay for some new shit, he just came up with a new festival package. Like, yo, you want to be on a yacht, nigga, uh, 30 grand right now. And niggas just paying it. Bow, created a million dollars. All right, now we'll take that million and go get the food out of customs, nigga, because we couldn't pay the Bahamas. Nigga, the shit was brilliant, dog. Greatest scam ever made. Go watch all the Fire Festival docs. Go watch Generation Hustle. Go watch TJX6 on uh, Generation Hustle on HBO Max. Um, yeah, man, that shit is great. Uh, last words, dog. Go watch Monster. Go watch them. Go watch Without Remorse. And let us know what y'all think about all of them. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, go get some acting classes with Jeffrey Wright. Um, women, stop telling black niggas that being gay is uh, like bad if they gay. Because let them niggas be free. Let your son be who he is. Because you, you ain't say that on Mother's Day when that nigga posted. <laughs> <laughs> Alright man We about to get the fuck Out of here dog We love y'all uh, Black women We love y'all Black men We love y'all man um, Y'all let us know What y'all watching Let us know What y'all thought About the episode um, We'll be back Soon enough uh, And shit Let us know What y'all want us To review man Maybe we get y'all A throwback review In the meantime In between time Till the next episode I'm Ant That's Jay This Week in Culture Episode 162 We out I was actually trying to think some throwback shit. I could not.